You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at Bingo Halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Can I kick it? to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm your smart co-host, Don Suave, Spit it a.k.a. Suavarati. Don't tell nobody, don't hurt nobody. Man. Why are you having a hard time? And who are you pointing to? <laughs> I just want to know. Who are you pointing? You got, I cannot wait till we get the video going. <laughs> I, I, I want them to That's see. That's our audience down there. Who, who, is that who you pointing to? Yeah, we got cameras up, but we're not recording. Oh, my God. Welcome to episode 90. Wow. 90. We're in the 90s now. Whoa. We made it to the 90s. We made it to the 90s, you guys. This is episode 90. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. I hope everyone had a great week. How about you, um, Swizzle? Yeah, I hope everyone had a wonderful week, too. There's a problem. You're not going to tell anything. That's why I'm starting with you right off the bat. <laughs> you know what I didn't mention last week? Ooh, nothing. <laughs> the house almost caught on fire. Damn. I think that's kind of a big deal, Swizzle. <laughs> it was. So literally, what happened? Literally, somebody was banging on the door. I was asleep. Somebody was banging on the door. Somebody went down, opened the door, and because they were walking by, and they saw the front porch was like in flames. So the corner. So the porch, the porch was on fire. The porch was on fire, (laughs) and it was burning. Wait, first of all, I'm glad you guys are safe. (laughs) Yeah, because where I sleep, it was right above that. So I'd have been the first one going. Mm -mm. But yeah, it was basically the whole post was going up in flames. Like so, called 911. Fire department came out. Chopping shit up, putting shit out. Wow. Yeah. So, do they know how the fire started? Did no you idea. start it? It was this dude that. <laughs> no, I was asleep. It's, it was this dude that walks to the liquor store every day and he just so happened to take this. Just round. so happened. <laughs> it just so happened. He took a roundabout way to get there around our house and then saw it and knocked on the door. Because he came back later after it was put out on his way back with it when he had his liquor with him. So, what did Pop say? Was Pops chill about it? Or was he his normal chill nah, stuff? No, nah, because when we first saw it, everybody's grabbing the fire extinguishers and trying to put it out. Dang. Throw water on it. All the extinguishers were empty. So now y'all know y'all got problems with fires now, huh? But we don't know who started it. It could have been like some homeless dude or somebody throwing a cigarette. Because it had to have been burning for a minute. Because, yeah, it was, that was crazy. Well, so. it's a good thing that man walked past or otherwise. Yep. Well, you would eventually. I'd have been cooking. No, you would. What was you sleep? It'd have been roasted swap. I said twice. Yeah, I was asleep. Oh, I wasn't. I was half listening to you. Yeah, I was asleep. So even was, when you do tell a story that's exciting, like, I don't pay attention. I'm like, man, my feet are hot. Why are my feet so hot? <laughs> Look up, maybe you're right. <laughs> okay, well that was something so exciting. Sur- what so else? We survived that. So what else happened um, last week besides a fire? You almost. I don't know what y'all almost did in the fire, but yeah. We almost was done. Yeah, I didn't want to say that. That's kind of harsh. 
But yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. What else? Uh, I'm tired of pulling this shit out of here. You know we had, you know we had a DMX passing. You know that was, I basically emulated him when I was in middle school and high school, like as a rapper and stuff. So, you know that's like him and Kobe. I emulated Kobe. Well, I still basically when I play, I play basketball like him, so it's kind of like kind of rough. But other than that, you know, just chilling, working on this project. Got been on the phone talking to all these artists out in the DMV and catching up on what they're doing. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time to put some stuff out. Whew, you done? Uh, what else did I do? No, don't tell us anymore because I'm about <laughs> to fall asleep. The only thing that <laughs> that I can relate with is the Kobe and DMX. Kobe, of course, being one of my favorite players as well. DMX is one of my favorite rappers. I mean, he, man, I love me some DMX. Um, I, that, that was rough. So I, I spent, like, Friday night literally just um, Rock the Bells on Sirius XM Radio, L Cool J's um, channel, did a whole tribute to DM, DMX. So like right after they um, announced that he had passed away, they just went in straight like uh, Mr. C. It was on his show, um, um, Shantae, uh, Roxanne Shantae. She was, uh, I think she's his co-host. And they did a whole tribute and they just played songs and told stories and people called in. I listened to that from like five in, four or five in the evening to all the way to about one, two o'clock in the morning, sitting at my bar, mm. just reminiscing and crying and singing, <laughs> and because DMX music is always hype, so it's it's kind of hard yeah. just to you know sit and chill and listen right. to a stuff. You like after a while, you up like yeah, yeah. I was like, why am I up? <laughs> up ready to bark and stuff. So it was like, he, barking? yeah. <laughs> It was it was it was sad. It was sad, man. He was a good he was a good dude, good spirit. I'm so glad he had that versus with um Snoop. That was good. I'm glad we got to see that in July. Um he was a good dude. He had his struggles and stuff like that, but everybody does. But he put it out there. So he never like hid from his or ran or pretended to be anything else. He was always a real dude. Period. He always real. Mm-hmm. Grimy. He still go to to the little hole in walls and perform and things like that just to be around the people. So he was he was a good dude. So rest in heaven, DMX, and I'm sure they gonna um they gonna send him out right. They gonna send him out real right. Swiss Beats, I, I I'm sure everyone saw that tribute that he did on Instagram that day. That was touching. That was pretty hit the point. It was on the on the nail. And then all like the normal folks that are not celebrities that was telling stories of how they met him and things that he would do for them. He was always looking out for people. I think um, Swiss Beast said it best. He looked out for everybody else but himself. Mm. Um, but I truly believe DMX is in peace because he was a very spiritual, anointed man and he loved God. And I think he is very happy where he's at right now. And he's at peace and out of that struggle I, I really don't know how he died i'm not gonna keep going with the overdose i'm gonna go with the heart attack until somebody gives some concrete well, i heard he got the sheen and then they said the vid no they said his family said he got the sheen what's the sheen the vagine oh <laughs> he got the gene two weeks before i didn't i didn't hear that and i heard he might have had COVID. no 
That's the family. That's what they. That's the. That's what I, okay, here we go. Swizzle, go, go. Quote. Can you fact check? Can you can you give me a legit site? Close this. A clip. Go for it. A, a legit. While you search for that, give me a legit. Because I'm gonna tell y'all something about Swizzle. He'll find something on some weird website and and swear up and down as facts. Just weird. These some weird ones we never. So anyways, he just ruined my little. Um, Rest in heaven to DMX as usual. That's what Swizzle does. So rest in heaven. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of tribute, some good things going on. That was that was super super sad, super sad. Um, and the day before that, my other very good friend Rocky um, had his funeral and, and his going away homecoming. So last week was rough for me. It was a rough week. I'm not gonna lie. So Friday I just. Did the DMX thing. I went to Ward's Prime Ward. Got me a prime rib. You had a rib? I had a rib, prime rib. A couple of martinis. I went down by Lake Michigan. The lake is always peaceful. It was crowded down there. I ran into a couple of homies down there. It was kind of lit, to be honest. But they were exercising. I was walking. They were exercising. Same thing, whatever. We just all, I just don't run. Exercising like what, like carpet? They was running up and down the stairs. I walk up and down the stairs. But then again, I had a couple martinis, so I really wasn't trying to run up and down stairs. I was just taking a walk along the lake because the lake is so peaceful for me. I love water. That's probably because I'm a Scorpio water sign. But I love water. It just gives me peace. So I went down by Lake Michigan and uh, did that. So, yeah, reminisce no. two people that were gone. And then um, Saturday I had a gig um, locally again in Milwaukee. That was a lot of fun with Marlon and them. We had a good time. There was no pastors in the audience this time, so that was good. It was raining like crazy. It was a gloomy weekend. It was raining like crazy. So then um, I did that. And then Sunday was Sunday fun day. Monday I had my second city class. I'm kind of hyped about it because now we get to do this assignment that I'm so excited about. It's a form of a late night monologue or whatever. So I'm dope. I'm, I'm really um, psyched. Not dope. I'm really psyched <laughs> to do that. Mm. And then um, I did my trivia last night. <laughs> my friend, oh, my friend, my friend came through. With his new girlfriend, he wanted me to meet his new girlfriend. We had him on a um, podcast, Derek, the bartender. He brought his new girlfriend for trivia night. So um, they won. They came in second place, which was good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was only three people. So, <laughs> so, she, so she wasn't dumb? Um, he didn't get the... This what, this what killed me. I put an easy question out there for him. And he's a bartender. He couldn't get it. <laughs> The question basically was, um, what ingredients that go in a kamikaze? So um, it had, okay, the things that they had in it were um, the question, because I made it really easy. I made it like the first question, like, yeah, everybody gonna get this. But I don't think people drink kamikazes, kamikazes anymore. I don't. I don't, even I don't know. That's I, that's something I thought was back in the gangster days. But like, well, it is a fifties uh, trivia. Isn't it? I don't know. The question was: if you order a kamikaze, you will get lime juice, vodka, and what? Lime juice, vodka, and what? I act like I'm doing trivia right now by repeating it. And um, I thought Derek would get it. Nobody got it. Hmm. It was triple set. Nobody got it. I don't think people drink kamikazes anymore. I remember kamikazes back in the day, though. I don't. I don't think people do that anymore. So yeah, I did trivia last night. 
So it's been a busy week. I got um, a gig coming up on Saturday. Where's that at? I'm in up north somewhere in Wisconsin. I have no idea where. Somewhere in Wisconsin. And then the following week, I get to go to New Orleans, baby. I'm going to the NOLA. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I add an extra couple of days to that gig so I can kick it in New Orleans. Show dates or like no, just extended just, stay? Just uh, extended stay so I can go and kick it and enjoy a little mini vacation. I'm trying to get a little mini vacation out of it. So I did that. So I got my tickets and I'm ready. I'm rest to go. Rest to go. So I'm excited for all that. I did something really strange though. Um, Swizzle. You did something strange? Yeah. That's not, that's not <laughs> so I don't know how this happened, but I ordered some stuff offline and they gave me online and they gave me a free subscription to magazines. I haven't had magazines in ages. So mm. Essence came in the mail on Tuesday. Essence That's yesterday. Magazine? Yeah, yesterday. And um, I was like, oh, Eddie Murphy's on there with his daughter. And I'm like, I haven't read a magazine in so... I don't even know the last time or... I mean, a physical magazine. Yeah. Because I read everything online. Like, I don't think of that. So I took my little magazine. I went and had lunch. I sat down and started reading the magazine. Word. But the problem was the shit was old news. <laughs> I was like, this is old. <laughs> this is a, yeah, it was it was an interview with Eddie Murphy with his daughter, but Eddie did so many damn interviews while um advertising, you know, promoting coming to America too. So it was like three weeks old or four. Coming to America. I can't even old, talk. Basically. I'm putting all stuff together. Right. So it was like and some of that stuff in there, I'm like, this is kinda old. I see why I don't read magazines anymore. I see why magazines is a struggle. But the good thing about the magazine mm. I did like and this is what they should keep pushing was the fashion, like the fashion, the shoes, the clothes. Um, and then there might be some d little articles about health and stuff like that. But as far as current stuff, magazines should not even try that. They can't keep they can't keep up. They can't. But yeah, I read a magazine. Because that's interesting because I was reading somewhere the magazines, they're not back, but there's an opportunity for them now. There definitely is because people are running out of shit to do now that they've been stuck at home on a lockdown. Yeah. People are like, okay, now what? <laughs> Let me read a book, a physical book. So I, I think people are just sick of online. You, it's so much coming at you online. Like on third, like tomorrow, I can't get my days right. Like tomorrow, the gig in New Orleans, it's in this huge theater. So like the uh, manager of the club, is, we got a Zoom call tomorrow to interview us to joke around and put it on the website. And I'm just like, it's just, it's just online overdrive. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot. That's We're online, just a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm not surprised if people start looking for physical stuff to do. Like me, I was like, let me read this magazine. I put my phone to the side. I sat down and I read. I skimmed through it, read articles. Read old ass stories. I read some old ass stories and be like, I see what the problem is. <laughs> but it had a lot of good fashion in there and there was some good. I mean, Eddie Murphy's um, story was still good because it was with his daughter. And mm -hmm. even though I heard all of this because he's been everywhere. Like, so mm -hmm. it is what it is. And then it was so crazy when I, I, um, well, never mind. I don't want to get into that. All right. I want to say happy you know, Milwaukee Day. It is happy Milwaukee Day. Cheers to Milwaukee. M Milwaukee has a day? Yeah, it's 414. 
Were we supposed to, ain't this supposed to be some like marches or something? They had a lot of activities going on. If you come out of your damn cave, you would know. That's why you almost burned up in a fire because you don't go no damn where. Take your ass outside and see what's going on. There's a whole world out there. Yes, there was a lot of festivities going on. I didn't get the. Because you could, it, we we know Milwaukee people know four one four when it's April fourteenth. I wouldn't invite it's jump Milwaukee in the water day. On. It's that's our area code four one four. So happy Milwaukee Day! Mm. All right, I don't think there's anything else because um, Swizzle don't tell us anything. I don't think anything else is coming up. The fact that we got ten more episodes and we hit the hundredth. Still don't know what we're gonna do yet. I'm sh- I don't either. I have no idea, but. Uh, it's it's creeping up Why we thinking we got time Because when we look up It's going to be there Ten weeks Two and a half Months Yeah Pretty much But that goes by super fast It's going to be like Juneteenth Alright let's get into our favorite subject Clubhouse mm. So Swizzle You been on it? I've been on it in, in, I've, been, I've been ducking in and out But not like I was Yeah I um <coughs> I went in on um, I went in uh, I've been going in once a day But I stay for a few minutes I can't remember which rooms I went into I thought I thought I wrote it down There was an interesting room that I went in And then of course I go into my um, Foolish rooms That mean nothing But um, I guess Twitter was in a discussion To take over Clubhouse for 4 billion I don't take know Take over as in buy it? I, don't, I, I think so But they're not um, There's no talks anymore about it so mm, okay. um, everybody trying to get Clubhouse, dude. So then Facebook corny ass. This will face. I'm I'm starting to put these as people. Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse. So Facebook corny self decides. Oh, they ran ads for a fake Clubhouse for PC app. Well, Facebook didn't run them. Uh, criminals or whatever. Yeah, but Mark Zuckerberg let them. Of course, he always let them do crap. <laughs> He just let people do whatever they want, don't they? And then um, here's something they saying is Clubhouse a new Tinder. That's true. That that's is, a lot that's of hookups on the Clubhouse. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> there's that's a lot true. of there's a lot of hookups on the Clubhouse. There's if you, a lot. If you if you if you're single and you need you're looking for something new, just wear it, put on something nice, take a selfie, and use it as your PTR, and getting one of them speed dating and it's all kinds of it's a lot. hot or not or just or just show your naked ass as a picture I don't know I wouldn't do that but I'm talking I'm to the fellas I'm talking to the fellas <laughs> a lot I'm of talking ways. to the fellas I, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just make saying sure you, make sure your ID is right point, at this point that's what most of them just do at this point they don't even care anymore they just yeah. like bunk it we just gonna get naked here's my picture what's up <laughs> there's a room called pull up so basically you link up with I'm people that's this, close and just pull up on them. I'm in some. I can't find it. Oh, my clubhouse is on my pad. Never mind. I got. I got. I. I'm. A, I ain't gonna even say. So, um, Facebook now is um, testing a product that would have a combination of clubhouse and Instagram Live. Word. I wish Facebook would just sit down somewhere. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I they like gotta, Instagram. They gotta get the money. I like Instagram, and I know that's run by Facebook. But um, just leave it be. I can't see the the older generation understanding Clubhouse. I'm sorry. I just I just don't see them. We should we should do getting should, it together. We should do an episode where we try to teach. 
pops how to use Clubhouse. No, speaking of your dad, I'm. It's your dad now. I'm not claiming him today. Last week he was like your dad. No, yep. No, it's your dad. I'm. I'm giving you. I'm giving him back to you. This. This boomer calls me today. And says, "Hey, I want to go to the um, to the Brooklyn Nets game." And I said, "Okay." I said, "He's like we're playing them twice." I was like, "Yeah." I said, "I'm sure the Sunday game is pretty." Um, um, pretty sold out. He's like, well, don't you have a ticket to it? I said, yeah, I'm taking my nephew. I promised him that, and before COVID I hit, we were supposed to go see Westbrook as well. So this is we all set. So he's like, oh, can you can you look up a ticket? It's like I don't know how much. I like I don't work for the Bucks, so I don't know this offhand. <laughs> you well, how much? I'm like he's like asking me all these questions. That's his new thing. A million questions. That's his that's his new bit. He's doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. I, I said I, I said, hey man, I don't know. Can I call you back? I I don't know. You're just selfish. That's all you do is worry about. You know about your tickets. I said, hey boomer, I hung up right because I had enough of him. So then I called him back three hours later after I looked stuff up. And I said, this is this in this section, this in this section. I said, but you got to buy two tickets because it's that's what they're doing. You got to buy two tickets next season. Supposedly, they're going to open it up so everyone can. But you got to buy two tickets. So he's mm -hmm. like, all right. So I'm telling him the prices and telling him it's double. So then I finally got a price that he was willing to do. But then the taxes put on about 50 bucks. Yeah. So then he goes off. Ah. Isn't, isn't Father's Day coming up? I said, hey, man. <laughs> did you forget your birthday? I gave you money to gamble. I got a, I gave you a massage that I didn't even pay for. I, forgot, I left the massage part. I forgot about that. I, um, I said, I got you a ticket to a game. You didn't want to go. And I got you two bottles of your favorite gin. Hey, man, how much more do I need to do? That was just your birthday. What, what's going on here? Oh, he's like, yeah, I would. I couldn't go to that game. I was sick, cause you know he got COVID. Allegedly. Allegedly, I don't know. He said he, but for my opinion, he didn't want to go cause we was playing a sorry team. But he trying to act like he was sick. So yeah, he'll be healthy in uh, May. Right in May. So I was like, he was like, you can get me the tickets and I'll pay you back before the game. I said, that's not till May, man. This is like April. I can't. I can't with you. So then he was like. Oh, those taxes are ridiculous. I paid my taxes. Why well, I got to pay these taxes? I said, listen, this is what you can do. Because you're not going to keep harassing me. You call me back in two days and you think about it. If you really want to go or not, they're going to have tickets for the Tuesday game because everybody pretty much the Sunday game is sold out. Because we're playing them twice in one week. So you should be fine. And then I hung up, dude. Them questions and all that, I can't take him. Well, that must have been right before he came and started asking me questions. <laughs> started asking, can you get refunds on if you buy? I'm like, that's what he asked me too. <laughs> He's like, can I get a refund? I said, you can resell it. You can't get a refund. What would you get a refund for anyway? He's like, if if Durant doesn't play, start asking if, if he's hurt. I told him. I just what I told him. I said, KD is hurt again, and now they deciding on when Harden gonna come back. I said, so I don't even know. What's going to happen in May with them cats? They are the most wish you. I didn't went through this already with you, Swizzle, on the podcast. It just drives me nuts. Mm. So I said, so I don't know what you want to do. So then that's why he, that's when he gave up. And he's like, you know what? It is better watching them home. Yeah, that's what he started talking about with me. He was like, well, it's more comfortable here. You didn't got But I was telling him, because he was like talking about the bathroom and stuff, go to the bathroom and food. And I was like, well, 
You ain't got to worry about that now because you can just get up and go. There's no line. There, there's nobody in there's there. Nobody <laughs> there's no one there. I mean, and he don't have to worry about bathroom. You don't have to worry about a crowd. Is but that he, what he... But he can start saying, well, I, I like it better. I can see the whole thing at home and on my TV screen. And I don't know. He's a boomer. And Generation Gap is on hold. I asked him what he was doing. He wouldn't tell me. So I'm going to let that go. So you know what? We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into our favorite, one of our favorite topics, sports. And then we got the No Reason Stories. And then we've got Jizzle's Corner. Jizzle's Corner. Here you go. I knew you was going to do that. This is episode 90, No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J. And I am Don Suave. Don't you touch that remote. Remote? Yeah. Who is using a remote to listen to a podcast? In case they change the channel. All right, you guys. I swear to God we're not doing this. We're not going to the hospital. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back. It's the No Reason Podcast. <laughs> Episode 90. I am Nola J. <laughs> Shit, I'm Don Suave. Don Suave's dying, y'all. He's dying. Watch that camera. What? I'm about to burn up? You'll be next. <laughs> Our family's just trying to burn themselves down. <laughs> I'll move it over there. You watch the camera. It's dark and hell is hot. All right, sir. Can we continue on? You acting like we're not on. <laughs> oh, we on? Yeah. You talking like we just sit here chilling. Are we live? You act like we just talk with mics all the time. <laughs> like we just sit around with mics and I talk mean, to each other. That's our life. <laughs> should mic me up 24-7. No, they should. They ain't going to get nothing. It ain't going to take them about a year to get one exciting damn thing out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're back, you guys, and we're getting into some sports. Um, first of all, I'm gonna do the latest sports um, swizzle, like I always like to do. I like to look and see what's going on at the moment. So, because um, you know things move so quick, you don't ever want to be behind. So let's see what's going on in the NBA. Oh, let's start off with baseball. <laughs> Well, you guys, everything is going down. I cannot wait. I'm going to be going to a Brewer game soon and tailgating. I am so excited. I am super excited. So that's what's going on. Um, that's it. Baseball, they're playing. <laughs> that's all I got. You got anything else? Nah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have nothing for baseball. The only thing is I'm a big Brewers fan. Uh, we just beat the uh, Cubs. We hate the Cubs. We call them the Fibs. We just beat them 7-0. to zero. So that's dope. Uh, Dodgers. I'm a Dodgers fan. They just beat uh, the A's. The A's is in... in um, they beat A's. <laughs> that was, that's good. It's good for them. You guys, seriously. I'm not going to the hospital tonight. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. We're going to keep it moving because I can't win him right now. So <laughs> let's move on. Let's get into football. Football. What's going on in football? Got me. Uh, nothing. Oh, up. Donica uh, Patrick, the broad that was with Rodgers, uh, said she was broken after the Rodgers breakup. I bet she was. Um, I'm pretty sure we had a lot to do with it. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm sure the fans had something to do with it. Nobody cares. All right, let's get into it now. Let me get into sports, uh, football, and then we'll go into basketball. Um, Draft's coming up. <clears throat> what draft? NFL. 
Oh yeah. The quarterback. I'm, I don't. You know, I, I, I'm not too in tune with it, but I watched that little workout that the. Uh, oh, the cop. Uh, I was going to say cockapine. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Yeah, that too. <laughs> they they running around that. They running around cocky. But uh, Justin Fields. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Looking like the, the number one quarterback out there. So, I don't know who has the number one pick. Is it the, is it the Forty Niners? I have. I've. I'm so out of. Forty Niners have number three. I don't know who has number one. Yeah, I'm so out of touch right now um, with with football because I'm so excited to see the Bucks games in person that I'm just been focusing on that. But I don't know who's first. Third is Forty Niners. Um. Second. Oh, Arizona. Is Jets versus Arizona. Is it in Arizona? No. Uh, so you don't. Know. Not Arizona. I don't know. Who gets the first round? We are horrible at this sport, so we would never make it on ESPN the rate we going. <laughs> we would not quit our day jobs, you guys, because we cannot. ESPN better watch out. We got 29th pick. But now nah, they were the Paul Packers. Pierce me. Because you live in your best life? Yeah. Jacksonville has the first. Oh, Jacksonville. Shout out to Florida. Jacksonville. Good old Florida. That's right, Jacksonville. Colin Kaepernick had a spot, had a sighting. Um, we'll talk about that later. Really? I didn't. I cap. I, I just didn't put him as an activist at this point. I, he might still be trying, huh? No, nah, I, I, we'll, 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 we'll talk about this later. Later on in the show. Okay. Um, moving on. NBA news? No, we got to do some Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers didn't piss me off again. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers was in an um, interview and he said the best thing he likes about him and Ed Broad is couple time when they're cuddling. Oh, and that's sweet. And then he said, you're so cute, baby. I almost threw up. almost threw up. Some haters. We are not haters. We just know how he is when he gets involved. We need him to concentrate, okay? But she might be different. I, I, whatever. We thought the ball was different. Um, another funny thing is um, Aaron Rodgers was on. You know he's been hosting Jeopardy for the last two weeks. Oh, it was ongoing? For just two weeks. Just oh, for man. two weeks. okay. And so t- <clears throat> today was hilarious because <laughs> there was a question. The question was, um, what was the question? Well, the the bottom line, the question was about the Packers, and no one got it. Like it was dead silence. And even any didn't anyone try to buzz in? Didn't anybody try to do nothing? He was like, and then he just he put his hands out like, like, are y'all serious? Y'all don't know the the Packers? So his expression was, (laughs) it was super funny. So yeah, they be they be kind of killing him a little bit with the little zings. All right, Mm. that's it for um. Rodgers, I just had to talk about my quarterback like I always do. My All quarterback. Right, let's get into some um, NBA. As usual, the KD drama continues. Well, he's hurt again. There's more. Right? He's hurt again? Is he? I saw the injury report for the Nets. Well, all I know is KD it's, is out. It said rest. Blake Griffin's out. Harden is out tonight. Now he was out for rest. I, see, don't tell me that type shit. I saw the thing. It said him... Aldridge out for illness. That's what came up for that. Harden, he had a real injury. And then Durant and Griffin were out for rest. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. That pisses me off. We can expand off. on it. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> All right, so now KD is in a Twitter fight with um, Shannon Sharp. So Shannon Sharp. A fake quote, a tribute to Kevin Durant, has Shannon Sharp caught up 
in an awkward Twitter exchange with the Brooklyn Net star. Sharp brought up the quote on um, on his show, Undisputed, with Skip, Skip, and Jenny. And people try to discredit my rings, but honestly, I feel like they're the most valuable of our era. The quote in question reads, people argue LeBron is a GOAT, but if I beat him in back-to-back finals, then what does that make me? (laughs) If I, like him himself? Yeah, but see, but the quote (laughs) seems to come from the Nets fan account, not from Durant. Okay. So Shannon Sharp, further instigated the situation by tweeting out the clip for Monday's show of him calling out Durant, which ignited um, back and forth between them. So it's easy for blah, blah, blah. And then KD felt like the, the beginning of the world never left, oh, whatever, whatever. So then KD came back and said, y'all drunk uncle out here lying again. When did I say this? Shannon Sharp. Because <laughs> it wasn't him who said it. He never said it. Shannon Sharp was just quoting some, not paying attention to what they're getting off the internet, as usual. Right. And just saying something. And then they were like, oh my God, do y'all remember the fake Twitter account that was putting out fake quotes? This was one of the fake quotes from that account. And then um, Shannon Sharp, then they said to Shannon Sharp, bro, you got to do your research before you just start believing anything on this app. So then um, Shannon Sharp ended up blocking. Kevin Durant. <laughs> I don't understand the block. Do you block people? Um, the only that is a very good question. Um, do I block people? I block. Um, I know robot and spam accounts like yeah. like Facebook. Every now and then, there's this dude and this other community gets tagged by him. He calls me up. He's like, "Why does this dude keep tagging us in porn?" I'm like, I don't know this dude. He's like, I don't either. I said, well, we need to block him. Why haven't we blocked him? We just keep getting tagged and we never block him. Instagram, I do, because Instagram got plenty of, you see my DMs. I I don't look at (laughs) it. I ain't seen shit. Why you always try to act like you ain't never seen my DMs? Because I don't be looking. I don't want to look at that shit. That's the last thing I want to open up some DMs for my sister. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, anyways, um, Instagram, I do a lot of blocking and restricting and stuff like that. But as far as Twitter, not really. I leave Twitter. I like Twitter. I, I'm a Twitter fan, so I really don't block people. I, I, I unfollow Michael Rappaport after that pussy-ass shit he did because I was just disappointed. I was like, this yeah. is sad. Like, you, you're you a sad individual. Unfollowing is one thing. I'll but unfollow, but, but the block, no. The block, I don't really understand. Like, if it's something like this where it's like, he said something I don't like or something like that it's like it's no reason to me that's a little like I think what it is is Shannon Sharp is getting up in age and he ain't quick enough to respond and he's frustrated so every yeah. time they come back with a tweet it take him a minute he gotta get out his reading glasses <laughs> he gotta hold on hold on now hold on now <laughs> Let me got, read this. Let me he read gotta this turn one. the screen on light, bright, very bright, so he can read it. Skip. <laughs> I yeah. think I think it's a frustration that he's just not quick enough to come back because the rat was going in. So yeah, probably, and they wanted to be out in front of right. People. So then he was like, "I'm just gonna have to block him because I can't figure out until I can figure out what to do." Because <laughs> that's just that's a typical boomer a, move. Isn't Shannon Sharp a boomer? 
I feel like he is. Uh, I don't he's know. Your age, I think. I I don't know. I feel like he's a boomer, but he could be Gen X. But I think he was just like, I'm a blocker till I figure out how to work this shit because <laughs> he's coming at me too quick. And plus, he got called out. You you not even looking <laughs> at your source now. He really should be looking at his source because he's on TV. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, <laughs> do some research. So, yeah. So, that's what's going on um, with Kevin Durant. He had another Twitter feud, as usual. The whole Brooklyn Nets is out, which is dumb. Even Blake Griffin. I, I'm, I'm over it. Um, <laughs> are the Brooklyn Nets locked for the NBA Finals? I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, I'm not going. Never. Mind, I'm not going. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Speak I'm not going to go there. Go. Gonna what go you going to say? You think they locked? Yeah. I think yeah. So. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you are. Why you think they resting and getting pedicures and shit and and and? It's really no. I mean, the, uh, the Bucks. I think they're they're locked to get to the Eastern Conference Championship. Um, I don't think they're locked to win, unless. Well, you league, know, I'm always rooting for my butts. Makes a league decision to. Change things because they're they're still not. I mean, Aldridge is cool, you know. It's good. Blake Griffin got a little ex- added energy. Kyrie, he's a monster out there. He's just not always on the floor. KD, we don't even know. He's coming back from the hamstring. Harden's a problem once he comes back, but I don't know. I don't either. Will they play defense against? The Bucks. I mean, that's all that's I know is that I'm always rooting for the Bucks, regardless. I'm never going to say they're not because there's we always have an opportunity to do it. Um, we're finally getting better calls, I guess, because they're starting to acknowledge we're a good team because we used to get the worst calls ever. So, I mean, we'll see how I go. I mean, at the end of the day, this shit seemed to be all rigged anyway, but I still love basketball. So. They did a number on Zion the other night, though. Did they? What happened? Zion had like the worst game of his career. Like he was like four for something. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, there's no Zoe. I mean, Zoe ain't playing. But. Oh my god, I knew, I knew somehow these nuts was gonna get in this story. You don't I have just no nuts, Jesse. What you talking about? I'm talking about that nut family that you like so much. These I don't nuts, know what you're the, talking about. You know family. the ball family, aka these nuts family. Yeah, I don't, you know. I don't them. get the correlation. Yeah, you do. You do get the correlations because you love the balls. You love them. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's keep it going. Um, the Bucks, I guess, at this point, um, I think Joe Johnson. They looking at Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, the coach. I think. <laughs> <laughs> y'all go bring him on as, on the staff. Is that what y'all doing? No. Damn, it's like that. <laughs> I think. Everybody in the whole league. We can D league everything. We get all the old. I'm like, who is all these old people that keep coming back? Oh, I don't understand. PJ Tucker, he might play tonight. I think I don't even know anymore. Um, Joe Johnson. Good I think man. I read that Joe Johnson. Is it Joe Johnson? I hope. Not. <laughs> who am I thinking? Y'all of? not desperate like that. It's got to be Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson it's, played it's, with Steve Nash, and Steve Nash is the coach of the Nets. <laughs> Joe Johnson <laughs> is trying out for the Milwaukee Bucks. Where? Like, what? At the Y? Joe Johnson is making a comeback with the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, Why man. are we getting all these old ass dudes? Did PJ Tucker call them up and say, hey, man, Bucks is getting, Bucks is taking us old players? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. I mean. See, you thought I was lying. <laughs> I believe you, but like, 
I thought it was them trying to get him out of retirement. So it looks like he's making a comeback. Yeah, he's going to try out. He's 39. Okay. I, I don't know what's going on. He did good in the big three. I'll give him credit on that. And I get it. He can score. Yeah, he was good on that. I don't know. I don't know. Do we need all these old people? And then you look at like Melo. I mean, he's got the same sort of ISO kind of game like Melo. So, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know y'all was struggling on the wing. This was pretty funny. Um, Shaq on TNT had me dying, laughing last week. Um, they were talking about the old Boston Celtics, you know, with Paul Pierce and and um, Kevin Garnett and them. And the minute that Shaq said Paul Pierce, he just started laughing like he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't even get through what they was talking about. He just started cracking up. And then he mm. went on. They that, that's what they were talking about. But I just thought that was funny because they was just like. It's a funny story, dude. He just went out. Paul Pierce just went out. Whatever. Mm. Um, another uh, crazy thing that happened at a game, a naked streaker hit 14 hours in the stadium. And the cops nailed his bare ass. He looked like Cap. That's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> See, I knew he was up to something. That's he where he'd been at. Now, you guys got to remember <laughs> all these stories to be on NolaJComedy.com. He looks like Cap. <laughs> when I saw this, I'm like, is that Cap? <laughs> Dude sat there for 14 hours butt naked. Dedicated. Just so he could streak the soccer match in Spain. That's dedication. He looks like Cap. Y'all need to y'all need to look at this article. We'll post it. We'll post it. It looks just like it. All right. Uh Michael Jordan. Some MJ news. You know I like some MJ news. We're gonna get through sports pretty quick for a change. Um MJ employed a guy to count every step he took in the NBA. Damn. He hired a guy to do that. That's dedication, man. He's still dedicated. I mean, you know, you gotta be. Wow. I believe it. How do you become a GOAT? That's how you become a GOAT with things like that. Were you really dedicated like that? He's probably going to be like, and it'll lead to like a post saying, look how many steps I took and look how many this star of today He's a took. he's a he's a he's a dope. He's dope. Um, Kobe. So Kobe uh, Shaquille tells a story about the time that he first met Kobe as a kid. Kobe came running running into the Orlando locker room, wanting to meet Penny Hardaway. Was determined to meet him, and Penny wasn't around. And so um, Penny didn't spend time with the young Kobe. So Shaq was the one to show him love. And it was like when he was younger. I thought that mm. was that was sweet. And then and they end up, up playing up together and getting rings. Tastes. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, everybody goes through their times with their friends. <laughs> my ass tastes. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy beef for that a minute was funny there. Back in the day. Um. So then, this was crazy. Uh, Harrell wanted his money back after they find him. I've never heard no sh shit like that where you say, give me my money my back. Money back. I, wanna, <laughs> I, I mean, like, like, really, dude? He's got the most R&B singer name. <laughs> Mantra is <laughs> Harrell. <laughs> right. He's, but he wanted his money back. Um, Alex Rodriguez that. is finalizing agreement to buy the Timberwolves. A-Rod is trying to buy the Timberwolves. That's the Jay-Z of baseball right there. Yeah. I think so. he owns Marlin Stadium. He got something in Miami, don't he, with J-Lo? Or J-Lo got something in Miami? I don't know, but I think he owns Marlins Stadium. I don't know. Or the Marlins, both. 
But that's you know that's we're horrible at sports. We never make it at ESPN. I tell you that. So Michael Jordan admitted that there was an NBA rookie that could beat him one on one after getting embarrassed on a court. Guess who it was? AI. Yep, Allen Iverson. I, I knew I it. Him, I think I heard him say that. I think I, I think I remember at that time he mentioned something along the lines of like he felt like man it's time for me to hang it up because this dude it's is the truth. Else. Yeah. The answer. No yeah. pun intended. No, I the love truth, me. the truth was Paul Pierce. I know. I love. <laughs> yeah, he the truth, all right. <laughs> he talking about wait. No wait, lies. Don't wait. I got something up my sleeve. We waiting. We waiting. Who, who said that, Pierce? Yeah, he said, yeah. Don't don't sleep. I bet he do. And he's like, this ain't over. That's what you say. That's when only you know, the beginning. That's for what him. you. Yeah, it's only. That's what you say when you know. You ain't really got no. You wasn't thinking. <laughs> he was so he's trying to. He's trying to add. He's trying to act like he got something up his sleeve. No, you was litty. And thought it was a good idea to get on Instagram Live. I didn't see nothing wrong with it, man. I didn't see anything wrong. Like I said last week, and I'll say it again, the social media is is just a big snitch thing. It's just a snitch. It started literally with people people literally saying, it wouldn't have been brought to anybody's attention if everybody wasn't like, oh, Paul Pierce going to have to answer ESPN. They was doing the memes and the jokes and Disney Disney and all. You know what I mean? Like Social media is a snitch. If that would have just stayed on Instagram and everybody minding their own business and it was an Instagram live, you ignore, you keep moving. I watch a lot of crazy stuff on Instagram live and I just keep it moving. Like, okay, that was wild. You keep it moving. I don't get on Twitter like, so-and-so, you should have seen all that. No. So that's what they did. And I really think that's brought extra attention to it. Yeah. And then he's sitting there trying to act like he got some of his sleeve. May y'all just wait. Right. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't seen my DMs. <laughs> who I got offers I mean I'm sure he gonna be straight though I mean I'm not saying he's not but and, and to be honest like I said last week man I wasn't a fan of him being a commentator he irritated <laughs> me because he always said dumb stuff so I will, I'll, I'm not gonna miss him <laughs> <laughs> how about that I'm, just, I'm not gonna miss him that wasn't his calling I don't think that's it he could I mean he could find something with basketball for sure but that ain't it all right, we're going to take a break. We went through sports quick. I'm so happy because normally we take forever, but ain't nothing really going on but the NBA and the baseball has started. And, you know, the ball, you know, Lonzo has been out, so it's not. I don't really have an update for you guys. For these that. nuts? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, these nuts family. I don't talk about my nuts on this Well, podcast. whatever. So we got coming up is No Reason Stories in the Jizzle Corner. Ooh, the corner. <sighs> This has been episode 90. It is episode 90. It's been. See, when you do stuff like that, it just makes me want to end it. <laughs> this is just want to end the whole. End it whole, all? End, no, just the episode. Oh, That's okay. it. When you do stuff like that. <laughs> it's the No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J. Episode 90. And I'm Don Suave on episode 9 times 10. Don't you touch that dial. Keep that smile. Come over here and let me take your temperature. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back. It's the No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J. Episode 90. Politicking with this chicken wondering if I'm a creeper. And this is Don Suave. Welcome back. Glad y'all didn't move from that seat. He has Tourette's. I'm, I'm that was convinced. DMX. You have Tourette's. You have DMX Tourette's right now. Um, 
they didn't they didn't have to go anywhere because they don't go on a break we do <laughs> there's no interruption I mean for you them. never know there is no interruption they might pause it they but might go to the bathroom leave their phone okay that's cool but we're the ones who take it a break so they have no they're not until sponsors get into that little spot yeah, well, I'm practicing for the uh, sponsor. You, you practicing for the sponsor? Because once the sponsor step in, then it just fits right in, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's get into my favorite subject that I love so much is the No Reason Podcast. Oh, No Reason Stories. Yeah, we are in the No Reason Podcast. But the No Reason Stories. What in the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I think I got what you got. You think what I got? What, what do you have over there? I tried to take your temperature. I got Pinot Noir. No, no. Okay, real quick on this this vaccination thing that's driving me crazy. This vaccination. <laughs> Are you vaccinated? I was gonna say this vac- is vaccinated. I was gonna say I was gonna say Vaseline. I don't know why Vaseline got in my head. This is a vaccinating segment. <laughs> okay, this is the one thing that I'm 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 particular about. Now, the people who know me, I'm low key. I don't trust the government. Type G. That's me. Because that Native American in you. But on the other hand, I'm seeing what's going on and I'm starting to see something that's about to go down. And I'm like, I'm torn because I know they're going to make it. They ain't going to necessarily say you have to take it. But I promise you, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen, if you don't take it, you're not going to have the same privileges of the people that did. So they're going to figure out a way. Like I just read an article right now the Green Bay Packers fans might have to show their passport just to go to the game. The passport. The Vaseline passport. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm here. I'm with you. I got you. So it struggles because I travel a lot and I like to travel and I don't know what they're going to do with the traveling and I'm not sitting in like like next week, New Orleans, like back in the day, I should have put this in a jizzle corner. But anyways, back in the day, you know, doing I've been doing it, this shit for 16 years and on the road pretty much as long. Back in the day, I had no problem driving them long drives. I, give me 12, 13 hours. I'm a beast with it. Just give me a good music, all that. I'm riding. But, you know, you've been in the game long enough, and you be like, nah, man, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. So I'm flying more now. I'm like, I'm just flying. I can't I can't do it. I used to love the road trips, mm-hmm. but uh, it, anywho, that's another story because I worked for an airline. I hated driving, and then once I got became a comic, I started driving, which was weird, and now I got used to it. Now I have a balance. Now I'm balanced out now. Now I've balanced completely out because I was all yeah. flying. If, 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 the, if a trip took more than four hours, drop me off at an airport. I used to tell my friends, we get a road trip, and it'd be like three and a half hours. I was an asshole like, like I'll meet, that. You, meet me there. No, I'm an asshole like that. I'm like, drop me off at the airport. I'm going I'm to I'm fly the rest of the way. They're like, damn. Well, and I work for airlines. They're free so peanuts, just, too, right? Yeah. Well, I work, free peanuts. <laughs> Y'all, seriously, I can't, I, I can't, well, I can't, dude, we can't keep going to the damn hospital. What in the hell are you talking about? I was talking about that I had free flights. Right. So I could go to, I'm done with you. So anywho, um, like for instance, like I said, next week, New Orleans, back in the day, I probably would have drove because I wanted my car, I could drive around, I could take whatever I want, I ain't got to worry about checking stuff in, none of that. Yeah. But no, plane ticket, buddy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So that's the part that's, that's the part that's getting to me. Like they going, they going to do things like what if my Bucks representative called me 
last week to let me know he gonna give me the suite for Westbrook for the Wizards game. Oh, the Wizards. Word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm for free. <laughs> I was word, like, word, word. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love y'all know I love me some Westbrook. When he said that, I was just like, woo. He's like. It's just that you're 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 just such an excited Bucks fan, and I just uh, you deserve this. And I'm like, what's the catch? So, no, I said. So who the hell is buying season tickets and is not uh, excited about the Bucks? Like how you call up and be like, oh, I guess. Uh, well, you know, these sorry. Uh, who is doing that? <laughs> like you look the most excited somehow. I guess. I, why would you buy season tickets to a team that you hate? That's stupid. This shit ain't cheap. Right. Why would you do that? And even right now with COVID going on, I keep telling him that too. He laughs. I said, you know, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk you to death about this having me buy two tickets because of COVID. But it's even more expensive. So why are you doing this if you don't like? He started laughing because I said it to him. I said, what? So you got people buying season tickets that hate the Bucks and they're not enthused like I am. They're not happy to get back into Pfizer. Just go there to hate. Just hate, the hate, hate and talk, hate, yeah. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the talk shit. <laughs> the haters ball. Yeah, so I so I got the um the suite to see my boo. No disrespect to Mrs. Westbrook. I don't mean it that way. Yeah, that's I mean basketball. I mean basketball. He's boo. taken clearly. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't mean it that way. I don't even look at Westbrook like that at all. I just he's one of my favorite basketball players. One of them. One. So then I said, well, we give. We get. Um, I said to him, I said, all fans next season, right? He's like, yeah. And I could tell he hesitates because I'm thinking, are they going to pull this where you're going to have to have the Vaseline passport? Yeah. You asked him? No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to because I didn't want to hear the answer. Because mm. if you would have said yes, I'd be like, man, you guys are putting me in a difficult situation here because I don't trust the government like that. Well, the, the alternative is what you get tested. You got to test negative or something. No, there ain't no alternative. They no. It's either it's either you have it and you can rock in these places. If you don't have it, you can't rock in these places. Period. You got to have oh. the Vaseline. That's what I'm start passport. calling it. The Vaseline passport. It's a good name for it. <laughs> I was calling it a sheen. It's just because it's greasy. <laughs> it's just greasy. <laughs> but I heard that's what they're doing for flying. Into certain countries and flying back, you had to test. I don't if know if you man. didn't get the Vaseline. Can I get a bootleg Vaseline passport? Anybody they selling those? Can somebody let me somebody know? Somebody got <laughs> See, if he was in D.C., I know somebody in Georgetown would be making these passports. If somebody, please let me know on a deal. Just hit me. You got all my information on my website. If you making these, <laughs> we need a hookup. I need a hookup. So I don't know. I'm torn because I can see that's what it's leading towards. But, yeah. And it basically give you that like there's no option because there's no excuse because it's open to everyone now. Like there's no excuse. There's no this, this, that. It's open to everyone. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to ride it out so I absolutely can't. But I would hate to have to ride it out and then I got to go somewhere and travel. And they're like, "Yo, you need to, you need that um, Vaseline passport." And I and. And I guess they got the one where you take two shots, and there's one that one shot they they stalled it for a minute. Johnson and Johnson. So like, and they got the one you take one shot, but you take one shot, and then you take the next one like three, four weeks later. What if my gig is like two weeks away? They're like, yo, you gotta have that Vaseline passport. I'm mm. stuck. I'm lo- I'm losing out on money and the mic. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't I don't know what to do, man. 
It's tough. At the Bucks, at the Bucks, at the Pfizer, at the way he said, I didn't even want to ask him. You know, you know, you could tell when you're talking to somebody and you know they're gonna say some bad news, so you don't even just. That's why I was I like, I didn't even ask him. That's why I was like, what's the catch? Cause I didn't, I didn't ask him. No, my sweet is not a catch. That's just because I'm a good Bucks fan. Oh, so you are like one. Of, you're like extra enthusiastic. Like I went, that was a true story. I was it was facts. Like what did you do? Never mind, I don't even want to know what you did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I did, I didn't even ask that. That never happened. I just believe it. Yeah, you are you are the best Bucks fan. Anyways. Let's get it. Don't we got some stories? <laughs> And there's some no reason you know what y'all you know what you guys I love so much making my little brother uncomfortable it is the best thing anybody knows this when you have siblings especially you know sisters and brothers it's funny making your little brother uncomfortable I love it <laughs> you know what are you looking for I'm glad for? you do <laughs> an escape <laughs> A way out. <laughs> All right, let's get into this no reason stories. Let's get into it. That was funny. I love making you uncomfortable. All right, you guys, for no reason, OJ Simpson settles his defamation suit with the Vegas Hotel. How is this man winning he getting, he so much? He's getting bad. He got a bad. <laughs> and he posts a video. Oh, no, this is old. Right. How does he keep winning? <laughs> I mean, he's OJ. So break it down. So OJ Simpson can put his beef with the Cosmopolitan. Not the, what was that drink you was trying to? Uh, oh, the kamikaze? Not the kamikaze of uh, Las Vegas in, in the rear view. Because we've learned he settled his defamation lawsuit with the hotel. According to new legal documents obtained by TMZ, of course, the plug, the juice, OJ the juice man, and Cosmo agreed to dismiss the lawsuit with prejudice and the judge signed off. Usually the points come to some type of settlement Though neither side is talking details, so maybe they did under the table or, or what so have you. They won't talk details, and they probably embarrassed they had to pay O.J. Simpson. Right, of he all just people, get right? all people. He keep winning, man. So he sued him in November eight, two thousand seventeen, because he was kicked off the property following an alleged drunken episode at a hotel bar. According to hotel staff, O.J. was wasted, became disruptive, getting angry with employees, and resulted in broken glass at the bar. OJ denies allegations because he's the juice. <laughs> he denies everything. Saying, <laughs> no, he don't. <laughs> Not everything. <laughs> he denied that murder. Then he wrote a book. Right. If I did it. <laughs> <laughs> he said the story humiliated and embarrassed him. And in 2019, he filed his suit. So, yeah. He's winning. How's OJ doing this? I mean, when you're a winner, you're a winner. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Let's move on. Um, a quick snippet. You guys, there's a shortage of ketchup packets. Oh, man. I, um, I don't know what they're going to do about it, but I just want y'all to know that there's a shortage. Uh, well, most people being at home, shouldn't we be just using bottle ketchup? Bottle? No. Oh, I forgot. Or... I forgot what, what uh, yeah, squeeze. <laughs> That's old I, I guess, I guess, well, you know and what the I restaurants, meant. It, the restaurants, they have the bottle. No, I think what the problem, restaurants do have it, and that shit be stuck, and then you got to kick it and hit, hit it, and knock it, yeah, knock it and against the big wall, ass goop and then the, the same come spot. out, and it look like, like a murder scene when you get done. <laughs> so, anywho, um, you know why I think they're having a shortage? I didn't even read the, the damn vid. article. Because of Grubhub and all that. I think it's probably that. Because the vid. Because <laughs> usually, usually it'd be like the little plastic container with the top 
They they just use a squeeze bottle to fill it up. That's Culver's. Culver's use that. All right. Culver's um, is that the name for it? Culver's. Culver's is a, a Culver's, burger joint. Culver's Twenty One. <laughs> you guys, for some <laughs> reason, me and Swizzle are not connected. The Culver's We're Vaseline. We're not connected this episode. <laughs> uh, who, what are you talking about? The, the Culver's shot. Oh yeah, the, the no, Culver's it's, Vaseline. No, it's called the Vaseline. Passport. passport. The passport is what they give you. <laughs> the Vaseline. The Culver's. That's because it's greasy. That's what it's called. It's called the Culver's. <laughs> Ah, I've been calling it the wrong shit. What, dude? That you're you only have. But that's wi- why the package. You only have wine tonight. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're drinking red wine. Swizzle told me shout he couldn't. Out to, shout out to all my people that's bare feet. <laughs> I gave him some cheap wine this evening. Um, no, it's barefoot. It's it's um. People, this was made with somebody's feet. Yeah. Well, that's how wine is. They stomp on grapes. Yeah, with, with this foot right um, here. And so I gave him some cheap red wine this evening because I don't like the fact that he told me he can't do shots anymore because he's playing basketball. He has to drink red wine. What's that accent? Then, that? <laughs> that's your accent. And then he told me <laughs> that. <laughs> what else did you tell me? Oh, that men, I asked him, did he want red or white? And he was like, red. Men drink red. Women drink white. I don't know if this is a rule. I didn't say women drink white. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They drink this. white claw. <laughs> I don't That's know. For sure. I don't know if this is a rule. Because I'll be honest, you guys, I'm not the biggest wine kind of sort. I drink wine. I, I love wine. Back in the day, I used to be really into it, and I stopped for a minute. And now I'm trying to get back into it. Now that I have this bar. <laughs> you can see I have a thousand bottles of wine. Sure, you should show a picture of your new bar. <laughs> I will. The next episode. <laughs> I have a thousand bottles of wine, but I'm not a red. I used to be a red wine drinker. I used to love Merlot. I used to love me some Merlot. Um, I'm Grigio now. Um, Pinot Grigio. And I think that's basically because of calories, too. And it's refreshing. It's refreshing. My glass is refreshing. It's like a summer breeze. Yeah, it's like a white claw with, like... Okay, I'm done. Let's grapes. move on. All right, let's keep going with this um, No Reason story. Like We're not going to get there. Because you're just a hater. Period. Somebody just tweeted. We'll talk about her later in Jizzle's Corner. That's funny yeah. that that popped up, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what, I, what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. And I just got a notification from her tweet. Wow. The legend. The legend. Okay. Mrs. World is released on bail by cops after she was arrested for assaulting Mrs. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, not Siri. Oh, Sri Lanka. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm in an Apple world. I'm in an Apple world. Okay. I'm sorry. Siri is our best friend. I'm Siri. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. If you push, live push. in an Apple world, then you would understand. I live in the Apple world. By yanking her crown off stage. Is that is it that serious? Hey, they be going in over there. They do? Yeah. How you know? Do you Have you been to a pageant over there? I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you I'm follow just, pageant? Is this something we need to know about I know Sri, <laughs> I got a Sri Lankan plug. I'm just putting it like that. Okay, well, why don't you read the bullet points on this? Pushpika de Silva, wow. 31, <laughs> won the title during a ceremony in Colombo, shown on Sunday. The previous winner, Caroline, Caroline, Jury, 28, who is also Miss World, wow, snatched the crown, whoa. Event organizers since confirmed Miss de Silva is not de foresee and returned the crown. Police confirmed oh. Jury and, and another model involved in onstage fracas were arrested. What is, what is going on? Is it that serious? They going in. Over a crown. It's Miss World. It, Miss is, World. That ain't no joke. <laughs> oh, it isn't? 
Let's keep it moving Because that That just makes Absolutely no sense For no reason Two women cooked Their own meal At a waffle house After finding the store Unlocked And a worker Asleep in his car YOLO Wait (laughs) I mean Who could say Did they pull a ball Bears Never (laughs) Never have I ever Made my own waffle In the waffle house Okay First of all Can I ask you a question Why would it be That your first Inkling when you when you walk in and you see there's nobody there and you decide to go cook your food. Why would that be your first thought? Nah, you first think it when it's open and there's nobody there. Why though? You go there so they can cook the food for you. Why would you go cook your own food? Yolo. This, this is some dumb and, ass people. And do it for the gram or nowadays do it for the TikTok. Well, the video begins with women going past an employee sleeping in his car. The woman, the women then make it to the kitchen counter and begin cooking using the restaurant's pots and pans while, with one woman trying to make an omelet. Oh, trying. That's why she went there because she can't make an omelet. Do you get what I'm saying? She can't cook. But why are you cooking if you... Okay, never mind. Let me stop. One of the women later show off the food they made at the restaurant. The video racked up over 52,000 likes on TikTok. Um, they reached out to Waffle House for a comment on the um, video and I don't think they got back to them and I'm going to need you not to play the video, sir. Uh, the man was asleep. We don't need to talk anymore about this. I don't understand why in the hell would you cook? I would just leave and go somewhere else where they could cook my food. Nah, they was just yellow. You do it for the TikTok. You do it for the top. It's stupid. It's and dumb. your man is out cold. He was probably eating that Waffle House food. Yeah, he looks knocked out. He was. He's okay. got. He's getting his rim sleep. All right, here go one right here, which makes absolutely no sense to me for no reason. <clears throat> Home inspector caught on camera, camera, pleasuring himself with an Elmo doll while on the job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> Wait a minute, this is a lot here. This is a whole lot. Home inspector caught on camera pleasuring himself with an Elmo doll while on the job. He was working. 59-year-old home inspector caught on camera during a home inspection. Okay. Allegedly pleasuring himself with an Elmo doll. He was arraigned in district court Wednesday on two misdemeanor counts. So he, I guess, was... Elmo was tickling him back. Is that what? I can't with you. I'm <laughs> done. I'm do shut up talking to me. <laughs> shut up. Did you just really do that? I had to. Did you? Why? <laughs> I I can't with you. I can't. That happened in Detroit. I can't, y'all. I'm done with Swizz. We got to move on. I'm not gonna. Why, did you really just do that? Yeah, I did. Ay dios mio. All right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> So, there's a new thing going on. It's Milwaukee Day, so I'm going to have a Milwaukee um, headline, and it's a no reason. Um, Milwaukee opened up a spot where dogs can do yoga. Mm. (laughs) I thought, you know, I thought I saw this before. It's called Daga. Doga. 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 I feel like I've you, How long has this been around? Have you been doing yoga with dogs? So, so is that what you've been doing this whole entire time? And you, this is what you're holding back on us? <laughs> Hell no. Nah, but no, nah, I'm, I'm saying I feel like I've seen this at a yoga spot here in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. This has been going on, right? Um, that's because you've been doing yoga with dogs. You guys, we finally figure out know, what Don Suave does on his off no time. Dog. He does yoga with dogs. 
<laughs> we finally figured it out. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I feel like maybe it was a yoga spot that did it one time. No, it was yoga with some other weird animal. That's what it was. All right, let's move on. Another, I don't know what. See, Suave is now finally. We did 90 episodes, man. I'm, he's I'm telling, to he's, he's to... telling us something about what he does. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he does yoga with animals. <laughs> he can't remember which animal it was now. Don't sound right. He don't know if it was a dog. He don't know goat. <laughs> he don't know what it was. It'll come to me. All right. Accused of pocketing 1.2 million mistakenly deposited in her account. A JBSO employee arrested. Now, this story right here, let's talk about this one. It's this in the deep. NOLA. Uh, the NOLA. I'm, I'm going to look her up. She got $1.2 million. I'm going to see if I can holler at her when I get there. We can hang out. Maybe she'll give me some money Let for you my hold podcast. Something. Let me hold some for a podcast. I tell her, look, I did this story about you. All right. 9-11 dispatcher working for the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office was arrested Wednesday for allegedly refusing to return more than $1.2 million <laughs> that Charles Schwab and company had mistakenly been deposited into her brokerage account, authorities say. I don't, listen, keepers, I don't blame her, man. You get, okay, let's continue she's like, on. She's like, nah, I feel like. I no, this I, gets I, better. This gets much better. Okay, okay. Keelan Spadani, 33 of Harvey. Louisiana was fired after being booked with theft value over $25,000 bank fraud and illegal transmission of monetary funds mm. said Captain Jason Rivard a sheriff's office spokesperson Spadani you know I'm butchering all these names Spadani could not be reached for comments <clears throat> Spadani is accused of immediately moving the money to another account. Mm. I would have done that. <laughs> 1.2 million. Let me get this up out of here. <laughs> this, yeah, is, this is clearly a mistake. No, I would not literally do this. This is kind of a dumb move. You get what I'm saying? But this is her first thought. And the way she's looking, she's like, uh, Yeah, probably, she was looking like, that probably wasn't the best idea. You know what? But, You're right. Yeah. But could you imagine waking up and your account got 1.2 million in it? I'm scared to death of that shit. I'm like, whoa. But I, I would probably, do, I'd definitely do the right thing because I'm I'd like. I'd be like, 1.1 million showed up. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. You know, 900,000 showed up in my account. <laughs> so look, I'm just going to write a check. You just go ahead and take and you that. you come get it. <laughs> so Swadani is accused of immediately moving the money to another account and using some of the ill-gotten cash to buy a new car and a house. And a house? Okay, she took a step So there's further. no paper trail there. All right. Normally these stories, people call the bank, get it fixed, and they give their money back. Not her. The immediately when she, she saw it, she moved it to another she, account. She's taking out. She let me get it up out of this account. Mortgages. <laughs> How do you transfer that to another account? And you think I would get approved? <laughs> Why are you calling me at three in the morning? I just <laughs> No, I just I just I just feel like I, just, I feel, I feel like blessed. I I'm blessed. <laughs> Though the money was put into her account, River said it's not her money. A uh, duh. She has no legal claim to that money. Um, even if it was put in there by mistake, it was an account error. Spadani is also being sued in federal court by Charles Schwab and Company. Damn. The company has accused Spadoni of dodging their calls, text messages, and emails attempts to recover the money. To all that she money, like, can't respond to Who this new phone? Right. <laughs> is coming back they said they was trying to reach her from calls text messages and emails they use all three services <laughs> she was responding like who this new phone who this new phone who this block uh, no. block block 
It would be funny if they would have been like, and they reached out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> like, we right. want our money back. And it said, according to the lawsuit filed Tuesday in U.S. District Court in New Orleans, the NOLA baby, Spadoni opened an account with Schwab in January. About a month later, the company installed an enhancement to the software used to transfer assets, courts record, or court records said. <laughs> Damn, that was a tongue twister for me. On February 23rd, Shrop meant to transfer $82.50 into her damn account. <laughs> they mm. about 1.1. But instead, they transferred 1. 1.2. Wait, $27.44 <laughs> more. So, so they accidentally transferred $1.2 million. <laughs> And then the next day, Schwab sent a reclaim request, and it came back cash not available. <laughs> what you doing all that? <laughs> she secreted it, and they were not able to access it. Uh, one of the uh, Rivard, one of the guys said. So that's crazy. You know, I worked at a mortgage company, and my job was, at the end of the day, all the loans that were sold, I had to type them in a computer to be sent off. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, if I put one extra zero See what here, I mean? It's, That's how it's, I started. It's, it's, it's a, That's how I started. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a wrap. That's how I started. Well, I used to work, for, when I used to work for U.S. Bank, I worked in securities. I was a security specialist. I did large wire transfers. Yeah. Man, if I had that thinking, I'm, I hate jail. So I'm not, and I'll tell that story next episode. I hate jail. I'm not, I can't that do jail. Deep. So, but it, I could easily, well, if I do a couple clips and put in my routing number, I could just so go on and transfer this one million, five million. I did large wires. Like yeah. I had to take tests, <clears throat> um, has fingerprint had the secret stuff because we work with some. I was behind the scenes. It was training. Yeah. I did commercial papers, all securities, commercial papers, CDs. Um, what else we had? We had so much shit. The boring, the boring shit was the CDs and the bonds. Bonds was old ass people. People was like in the eighties with all these bonds. Like man, you gotta let these bonds go, man. Cash them in. <laughs> like come on, son. And boomers. Yeah, it was no. This was the great generation and oh, the uh, and the um the, roaring twenty. Yeah, some yeah. Them old. It was old. They was oh, old. The silent generation. And it was so I funny. Mean. We had an old lady. I can't think of her name, but I call her Marge Simpson because she sounded just like her and looked like her. She was over bonds, and she needed to be over it because it was her people's. So, and she was very into it. It was like, and there was no movement with the bonds. Like you ain't doing nothing. So stop acting like you got so much going over, going on with your bonds over here. She be falling asleep on that shit. Like one time we walked past, she's on her desk just sleep. I was like, <laughs> bonds ain't happening today. <laughs> you ain't doing. But yeah, I used to do large wires, and um, that's the same thing. I, but. There's with me. I was a temp, so I didn't take. So you didn't. I didn't so, have. So I didn't have all those tests or nothing like that. Oh, like, okay. They so, just trusted me. Oh, so you think you could have just did that, huh? I, it was billions of dollars a day, so I could have just put one little extra little zero. <laughs> it ain't worth this, son. I don't. I can't do jail. No, nah, no. Nah, I mean, yeah. That, I can't do jail. But no. yeah, the the thing is with all that, like, what she was, it's all numbers and shit. Like, it's almost made up. 
Well, I mean, and she tried to get a lick. I ain't gonna lie. I feel what she did, and deep inside, I think we all like, yeah, that's something I would do. But I would never do it. That's something you think in your head. Like if they actually put one point yeah, two million, think it. then you would think it. You but then like, you'd be like, oh, that's funny. And then I, okay, let me call it back. Hey, y'all. Y'all no, made a mistake. No. I don't. One point uh, two. <laughs> Here you go again. Let me get a hundred. This is always different. <laughs> Let me get twelve dollars. They'll give you a reward though. Some sometimes they give yeah. you a reward. Like they'll give you a little extra money for just being honest. But yeah, she did what we was all would love to do. I would, yeah, That's I like would. that should be a movie. They should make that out of a movie. Because she be ended up getting a twenty 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 one Hyundai or something, like and she got a house. Um, and then she, the, the funny part is her just not returning text calls and emails and yeah. phone calls. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> no, the funny <laughs> shit was when they tried to get the money back. And, and it, it was said, like, no cash and No mail. cash and <laughs> <mail>. <laughs> They like, like, what? Two million. Could you imagine the person working that? Uh, we have a problem. And this right. shit is all virtual because ain't mean, nobody in no office. What if they're new? So it's like an emergency <laughs> Zoom call. <laughs> what was a new employee seeing that? Um, it's saying no cash available. <laughs> I know it's there. Why he's sitting in his underwear right. in a t-shirt, panicking on you a Zoom call? You know how, yeah. <laughs> like, some people can't handle stress. They I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. Well, man, can you put on some damn clothes before you talk to us? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's sitting there with his shirt off, hair all out. <laughs> like, yo, I can't get the money back. It says no cash available. No, yeah, that's crazy. That should be a movie. Not, not enough. <laughs> that should be a movie. It said no. <laughs> and she was only supposed to get eighty two. She didn't just siphon off like a hundred. <laughs> she didn't just buy some shoes or pay like a bill that was behind. No, she, she took it all. She bought a house. She took it all house. Took car, out a mortgage. And blocked all phone calls looking for her. She went to another How bank. How she do it so damn quick? She moved quick. How do you buy a house? They, that quick. They gotta ask, they're gonna wanna know where you got she the came money with from. Cash. I don't know how. She's a brokerage. She's like, she can show her bank account. It's in there. But they she want, is, they want like six months, she, two years. But she can show, this is investments, boom. It was 80. And she buy, <laughs> and she buy a house in full, paid off. They just, they just like, man, just give it to me. And she show her account. It's legit. And her account looks like, oh yeah, they did drop 1.2 million. Yeah, they, yeah, that happened. She well, did. Guess, she did it know. quick. All right, let's keep it moving. We stuck on this story. They should make a movie out of it. Pornhub now has its own line of spray paint. Word. So spray Pornhub, paint? Okay. Yeah, I don't. So Pornhub is branching out to the world of culture. Spray paint for the gra- uh, graffiti people. So Can you explain what Pornhub is to the people? Cause people, people know what porn. I mean, porn in the name, <laughs> shit. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to explain it to them? Porn is in the name. (laughs) If they can't figure it out from there, then I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah. So, they got their own spray paint. So, they're branching out. I'm I'm happy for Pornhub for doing that. Instead of just making, for the people who don't know what Pornhub, instead of just making adult films, branch out and do some other things. Mm. Do some other things. I watched when um, Kanye hosted the Pornhub Awards a couple years ago. Right before his gospel album? Yeah, it was yeah. It was his it was their first award show, I think, they ever had. Oh for real. Yeah, I think so. I watched the um well let's let me just move on. So next no reason <laughs> story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> next no reason story. Alcoholic monkey gets life sentence in India for attacking two hundred and fifty pedestrians. <laughs> they get a monkey life? <laughs> Alcoholic. 
don't you put him in like one of those monkey uh, ADD? With, he like killed. AD, he killed. What do wait, you call it? He killed one man after the booze dried up, and then he will spend the rest of his life in a zoo prison. Oh, they man. have prisons for monkeys. Let's see. Okay, this whole story confused me. First of all, hey, free Kalua, man, free Kalua. Where is he getting alcohol from? He's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, where is Zoo Court? What is there another world we don't know about? And I, there's a prison for for animals. There's a lot of questions. To ask. <laughs> that whole title so alcoholic monkey in the northern india has been sentenced to life behind bars after going on a rampage and injuring 250 pedestrians when his supply of booze ran out but wasn't he already behind bars if he's already alcoholic here you go with your puns where is he getting booze from (laughs) (laughs) and you said his supply ran out where's the supply at (laughs) This monkey is that him with the rear view mirror? Like, yes. look, that's the monkey looking at people. Like. That's him. <laughs> so, you guys on knowledgejcomedy.com, I'm telling you on knowledgej's <laughs> Facebook page, um, we post these articles. You go see the the drunk monkey. This does not the make drunky. it. The drunkie. That's what we call the it. The drunkie? That's what we, we call, call it. it. Okay, that might be a good one. So drunkie okay. business. I That's need that one. Drunkie business. <laughs> I can't. That's what this, we call it. This them. is getting horrible. <laughs> According to the Liberty Times, the six-year-old. He's six years old drinking? Oh, he's an OG. <laughs> he's drinking at six. He's a drunk unk. Wait, hold on. Hold on. When are the monkey ages? Is it like dogs or are they normal? He's six years old. I don't know. That's he's a six-year-old old pet monkey. Kalua received He's a definitely not 18 or 21. Received a life sentence of solitary confinement at the India's Kapoor Zoo earlier this week after he is crim- discriminated, attacked people. Indiscriminated. Indiscriminated. So it was Indians atta- of all, atta- all colors. <laughs> they just want to put Indian in every word. Attacked people across the Mizapur district, resulting in one death. Whoa. Kills Many of the victims, primarily women and girls. That's not indiscriminate. Why do they have to like point this out? So now he he's also a sexist. This monkey's got problems. <laughs> Man, had to have plastic surgery. Damn, to repair the bite wounds that he left. Um, local authorities say that Kalur was formerly owned by a cultist and a cultist, a cultist who routinely blah blah blah. Oh, supplied liquor to drink, which turned him into an alcoholic. This is a weird-ass story. He became aggressive when his owner died. This is a weird-ass story. And he couldn't get more alcohol. This is a weird-ass story. It's a weird-ass story. Let's go to Florida. That's deep. Let's go to Florida. Y'all can read that if y'all don't believe it. Yeah, yeah I, y'all, that's a funny-ass story. But I, I, I rest in peace that's to a the movie person too. who died. A who? That's a movie, too. That's a movie too. The, the monkey. Yeah, the drug, the drunk alcoholic. Hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, someone died out of that situation. That's so, crazy. Um, we we feel bad for that person, but I don't. That I didn't understand all that. But let's hit Florida real quick. Florida woman or Florida mom? This is Florida mom. Oh, she's a mom. Okay. Okay. Florida mom's in this story. I, not the Florida man. Florida mom arrested after cocaine was found on her son's Dr. Seuss 
book. So why they gotta come at Doctor Seuss like so, that? What, what? Why they come on that cat in the hat? Like why? Because Doctor Seuss is already in trouble. Right. Okay. Why they kicking the like? Why is down? So she did not get rid of her Doctor Seuss books. Apparently, listen. This is what I get out of the story. I'm not like I'm not. <laughs> so she's gonna smoke. I, I don't get out. I don't. The Florida I'm, mother was found. <laughs> Has found herself in trouble after a line of cocaine was found on top of her son's Dr. Seuss book, The Cat in the Hat. 24-year-old Casey Quoka was busted earlier this week after cops discovered drugs in her three-year-old son's reach. While cops were searching Quoka's home, cocaine was not the only drug found in her possession. Uh It's a hell of a drug. Facts. According to the New York Post, weed was found on her bed. The cocaine was found with a snorting straw next to it, and ecstasy was found hidden in her nightstand. How high do you need to get? Damn. Damn. Yes, sir. The arrest report obtained by the Post claims that the three-year-old boy had, quote-unquote, had access to the bedroom, and all the drugs were within the child's reach, end quote. So she's facing neglect charges, and the son had significant bruising so yeah she got issues and she so they ain't matter for um they ain't matter her for still listening or um, reading dr seuss to him but they put it in the headlines so apparently you know it's it's all good it's important to some people but it's dr seuss's fault so you know a good thing he's canceled <laughs> makes kids or makes women put crack with their kids I don't know. That's Florida. I thought I had more Florida stories, but apparently I don't. I really, I thought Florida was on a roll. Um, And then, well, it comes to the point sometimes where you're just reading stuff and it's like, it's so Florida. You like, Florida is like doing Florida as usual. So no more Florida. All right, let's move on. Mm. All righty, so let's get into some woke news. Our oh, favorite. This oh my is our God. favorite. Where's my bucket? So now check this out. What I'm gonna do, which I'm kind of happy about, is that this kind of is gonna help me with my second city um, project that I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna do because the assignment we have is gonna do this. I'm gonna do woke news from the No Reason podcast. Oh, you gonna make them throw up too? <clears throat> No, it's going to go good. All right, you guys, let's get into our woke news. Ah, Diddy. Your boy Diddy. Last week he had that dumbass hologram. And now you talk about he going to hold GM accountable to spend more money on black business. All right, so I'm going to move on because after he said that, you know, Twitter went in on him, right? They went in and started talking about his business handlings. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what I'm trying to say is, I don't know where the story is. I was going to try to find. I was. I had the story back to back. So then they. So of course, you know how Twitter is. You know how social media is. They're going to get you all the way correct when you come like that. So they got it. And, and to be honest. And and real quick, um, Black Rob is not doing well. Speaking of Diddy. He isn't. And, and is Diddy checking on him? Because dude said he didn't have about six strokes. Six, uh, he said he had a lot of strokes. He's homeless. And if you guys see the old black rod, whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa. Right. If you see the the video of him from his hospital room when he's trying to pay um, homage to DMX, it's sad. It broke my heart. Yeah. 
It so broke my heart. That plays into like, okay, yeah, you're talking about this, but like, what are you doing with your people? Right. You know. And I'm gonna be honest. When I used to watch, because I was a fan of making a band, that was one of my favorite shows. Mm. And I noticed that every group that came out of making a band and all that or whatever never went anywhere. They all, no one was successful. Maze had problems with Diddy. <laughs> the um, my boy um, Jadakiss locks to them, right? Yeah. They had issues with Diddy. Um, who else had to squash? <laughs> Diddy been squashing a lot of beefs because people had problems. His business shit and and I ain't gonna speak on the um the legend B because I don't know. But he, you is. know, he. And I'm not even going to get into... I'm not going to get into what I want to do. DMX thing, but... I was yeah, about to like, get into some other stuff. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> but, you know, it's... It is what it is. That's yep. Diddy. So, anyways, Diddy called him out. Uh, Black Twitter called him out. So, I thought it was kind of funny because he thought he was being all woke and making people accountable. He does have revolt. And there's some good things that Diddy does do. So I'm not going to take nothing from the good stuff he do. But he really shouldn't be calling about business practices. Because in his earlier years, he he was not good. I don't know what he does now. Now it seems like he might be good. It might be okay. It might be right. I don't know. I don't know Diddy personally at all either. But um, I know in the past, a lot of artists have spoke up about how what Diddy did to them. And how he, some of the masters he hold on, and all that type shit. So, mm. period. So that that was funny. All right. So this was something that I was watching. Geraldo Rivera, and um, Leo Terrell. This was just funny, being about woke shit. Um, there was arguing back and forth about something. I don't know what they was arguing about, but it was on Fox News, and I caught a glimpse of this. And Geraldo gonna call out the black dude. Um, and say, man, you ain't never, he said, man, you ain't never been in the, um, what did he say? He said, oh, he questioned his ghetto, uh, his ghetto. Um, his black card. Yeah, he questioned it. Geraldo did. I thought that was kind of like, and Leo is a civil rights attorney for several decades. Mm-hmm. And they were screaming at each other, yo. I've seen him before. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was cracking up and Geraldo was questioning his, I was like, this Woke, wokeness is getting out of control. They're getting out of control. I was like, why are y'all arguing like this? Um, another, another woke news, another hater. Oh my God. Another hater of uh, black people. Tucker Carlson seems to suggest that people of color and women won't be competent enough to become pilots after United Airlines announced diversity initiative and says initiative will get people killed. He's an asshole. So, look, He's an asshole. I'm going to play Suave's advocate. Please don't. But go ahead. I'm going to play Suave's advocate. Go ahead. When I first saw the headline about like the airline saying they want to get black pilots and, and or diverse, however they worded it, the first thing that came to my mind was they're just going to get black people. No, period. they're not. You got. I hate when because people say that. So you act. you guys act like... There are not very talented and very capable black people. We work there, triple hard to be there, great there because are, of what the, we're against. But the issue is with pilot school is not ability. The issue is like 
Well, first of all, it's the money to pay. I know a lot of black pilots. I work for an airline. The money to pay to go to pilot school is really the the real issue. It's not about talent, but any time that you try to meet a quota, you're going to get people that aren't. It's not, and you, way, and that's where you know, you're. That's where people get that quota confused. It doesn't mean like, oh, we got to meet this quota. We're gonna go out and get anyone. There are, they're gonna get the best people. That doesn't. There's a lot of pilots. I work for an airline. I've seen plenty of black pilots. I've seen black men go into school to become a pilot. So it's not like and women and a lot of women. They let me not let me leave my women out. So it's not like when they say quota, everybody thinks oh. When corporate people say quota, that don't mean they just going to bring in anyone under the sun to meet a quota. They they really have to vet out and get... And there's a lot of good people. This field has been predominantly white. This opens up to the good people like, yo, I can finally get in and get a chance. Right. Period. This ain't about them getting bad. This was a stupid-ass statement. Because what... It was just... I'm just over... I'm over wokeness and white people. Right now, with shit like that, Tucker but, Carlson. But, but still, that, let me clear this up. I'm not saying I'm over white people. I'm over Tuck, Tucker Carlson and his white racist stuff that he's saying right but now. But what he's speaking on is that reaction is like, we're just gonna get anybody as long as they're black. Because he's people. trying to make. First of all, he's on Fox News. So first of all, he's got to well, blow Fox, it up. Fox News is not the old Fox News. Fox News is a little different now. But. Okay, first of all, he's but. on Fox News, so he's going to be super right, super conservative. He's going to say these things, period. Number 45 has poisoned us, period. I don't care what nobody <clears throat> say. He woke up the racists and the supremacists, and they out full form, and they saying it, and they doing how they want to do it. And that's how it is in this woke news. That's why I bring it up. They don't care anymore. He blatantly saying that we incompetent because there's a quota. Like, there's not a lot of good black and uh, people of color and women that uh, there's not enough out there that's just as good as, as us white people. Give me a break, man. I'm out. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. I'm I'm good on that one. That one kind of pissed me off. Let's keep it moving. Mm. Um, a black woman launches an exclusive thread line to send super important message to children. Inclusive. Exclusive uh, thread line to send super important message to children of color. Inclusive thread line, not exclusive. But that's exclusive. Yeah. Inclusive. Go ahead. You can read it. Like many children of color, Aniqua Wilkerson never questioned her dolls didn't look like her. But she did know something wasn't right. Wilkerson spent most of her childhood playing with a white, blue-eyed baby doll until she turned eight. And a family friend gave her a black doll as a gift. There's something to be said about seeing yourself in something that you love. She said, there's an extra aspect of being excited, proud, and being valued. Wilkerson decided to inspire other children of color by creating crochet dolls that could empower them. But during her search for materials, she found that the world of fiber arts was predominantly white. Yarn colors were ashy or a little gray, dull, and almost like a zombie skin tone, she revealed. It was a huge challenge trying to gather accurate shades that would ac actually resemble a black or brown person. So she created her own line on Etsy called My Kind of Thing which creates crochet dolls of color in different imaginative outfits and professions representing a wide variety of people from ballerinas, doctors, military officers. Her goal is to build up a, the confidence of 
black and brown children and help them combat self-hate. And then she said, being a black person doesn't always mean your skin is one shade of brown. It makes me proud when a parent tells me their daughter sees themselves in my dolls. That feeling is super, super important. That like that. Okay. That was a feel good. That was a real woke story. Somebody really doing something that makes sense. That wasn't a throw up woke. That was decent woke. Now here we go with uh, Byron Allen is going to team up with Verizon for a black owned media summit. So Byron Allen is teaming up with Verizon to present a Black-Owned Media Summit. The summit will increase media spending with Black-owned companies based in the United States. I am very proud of Verizon, one of the largest advertisers in the world, coming to the table to make sure we have real economic inclusions for Black-owned media. Allen said, the biggest biggest trade deficit, is that what I say, deficit? Yeah. Is not um, nation is the is the trade deficit is between corporate America and Black America, and we must close the gap immediately. I'm I'm I'm, I'm digging Byron Allen. He's getting things done. He hasn't stopped. Yeah, I think it was part of their uh, lawsuit. Yeah, but they it agreed doesn't to matter. do that. They're but that's good. Maybe Jizzle's corner can be a part of that summit. The summit. <laughs> All right, here go to the here go to that woke news. You'd be like, what? Two CBS TV executives are fired after one called a black TV anchor just a jive guy. Hold on. Hold on, finish. Can you let me finish? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I laughed at that part two for a minute. I was like, what? <laughs> what in the hell is going on? That's a guy. boomer. That's got to be a boomer. Why did he say jive turkey? He didn't say turkey. <laughs> Why did you say jive like he turkey? turkey? He said he called a black TV anchor just a jive guy, and the other said a female employee was a fucking idiot. Peter Dunn. <laughs> President of CBS Television Stations and David Friend, Senior Vice President of News at the station, were ousted out on Wednesday. They were suspended in January after external external investigations was launched into claims of hostile work environment for female and black employees. Well, mm. that's the black that's the black privilege. I mean, the white privileged male feeling a little threatened. He thinking people of color are going to take over. We're calling them jive, ain't <laughs> Hold on. The, investi- the investigation was launched following a report in the Los Angeles Times that detailed allegations made by employees at the CBS-owned local stations. CBS Chief Executive George Cheeks issued a staff memo announcing the company has cut ties with the men prior to investigation. So, um, they were ousted out because... You're just a jive guy. I don't get that. You're think, a jive guy, and the other one's saying you too gay for Philadelphia. They out of order. They just was I a mean, bunch of owls. <laughs> well, they must have, I don't know. It sounds like they look were just them. trying to find anything to look get Look at them. Out. They look like, why'd you just finish and say jive turkey? Jive guy? <laughs> I mean, even jive turkey, that's even more funny. <laughs> you just a jive turkey. You know, I made a, I made a comment in the group. Uh, earlier today I was like we, we need a safe space for like 
this open racism and and okay, so and discriminate. So let me explain to you my safe place. Because we used to have South Park. Can I tell you my safe place is being a comic and doing shows. Right, that was one of the responses. It was like go to a comedy show. And Saturday, no, not even telling jokes. What I love so much about um, lately, I've been able. Fortunately, I've been able to be around the people that I've been around doing comedy. Like New Orleans, I don't know any of comics. But Saturday, I was with Marlon and them. And what I love so much about being around them is that we say any and everything to each other. Yeah. And nobody's offended. And like, I want, this is something I want to bring back. I want to bring back slow dancing. Right. You know that already. Yeah. And during the Ron Isley Earth, Wind, and Fire versus. I emphasize that a lot in my comments. Let's bring back slow dance, and everyone, some people agreed with me. We need to yeah. bring slow dancing back. Right. And hey, for you women don't like it, to each his own. But bring back cat calling. Like I miss that. I miss. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I miss walking down it, the street and somebody is. say, "Hey, man, what that something?" I mean, I get. I I still get it in the culture in the hood. You know, some cats are still. Do it, but, but, the, but everything is so damn PC now. Like you know, it's like, listen, I won't be offended. Tell me, I got a fat ass. Say, hey, miss this. Do, I, come on, something. I need something. And that's you know, <laughs> I think that's because we've gotten so far over here where women are like, hold on. <laughs> I'm only speaking for me. I'm not gonna speak no, for all not, women. It's not just you. It's not, you're not the. F- Can't call me, please. <laughs> you're not the only. Per- I used to love where you words, used to. I used to love when they get mad. You're not the only person I've heard that has said something along those lines. Like I miss the days when men would just be like, "What we say in DC, go smack." Like just go smack, just like, you know, because it's gotten so like. Cause I heard somebody last year. It was like, oh my god, this this guy said he had a I had a fat ass, and he walked up to me. It was like, oh my god, I was so uncomfortable. And nah, nah, nah. I'm comfortable. <laughs> Come up to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting very there like laughing in my head. Like <laughs> I'm very comfortable with my fat ass. Come to me with that. No pun intended. All I'm saying is, <laughs> I know I'm making you uncomfortable. No, I'm, but I'm, all I'm, I'm saying is, I'm not speaking for all. I'm speaking for Nola J. Cause I'm not about to do all that. Holler at me. <laughs> Damn it. Bring that shit back. <laughs> cat calling. Hey, bring cat calling and slow dancing back. Let's get grimy. <laughs> Let's go back to the old days. <laughs> but that, that wasn't us that canceled that. I'm going to just say that. What? Cancel what? Cat calling? Cat calling. No, we didn't. But they did yeah. studies. That's the crazy part about me. Is they crazy part about this is that they did these you can go on youtube or you can see this uh, news stories did it where they follow a woman walking down the street and it's always construction workers it's cool i like construction workers cat call me there was cat calling this chick and they filmed it and they did a whole study on it and then made everybody feel bad and blah 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 i'm only speaking for nola J. holler at me Okay. So cat call her <laughs> and slow dance with and her. And slow dance. And you could grab my ass with slow dance. How about that? I listen, I'm okay, let me stop. I don't want a little too far. I mean, if you grew up on DMX and earlier. <laughs> Cause I was listening to like some songs going back to my You know, they days. try you know I'm not gonna I don't even wanna speak life into it. Because there was a group that was trying to cancel because of his lyrics from back then. Right. I don't wanna would, even talk about would, that. Because Ugh. This, this, the, 
the principles that he <laughs> operated on is what I grew up Where'd on. Where'd you just go with Because <laughs> he's, he's like the... Who, what would I say? The Patrice O'Neill of like... Yeah, we know. Rap. I know. You know, he kept it 100% real. Yes, he did. Especially 100%. with the male and female dynamic. He, yes. he You know, it wasn't a lie told. We gotta get. We ain't doing no no reason stories. We just digressing this and talking about want. other stuff. This is what the people want. <laughs> so we'll just do these titles real quick and then get the Jesus. Jesus. The Jesus. You Jeezy now. You Jizzle, not Jeezy. <laughs> I got so excited thinking cat calling was coming back. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. With this PC world. You're in the hood. Even in the hood oh. over here, you still. Ain't. Well, no, I got cat called. Um, I went. So I had to go to Walmart to get my. Um, you know, I get cat called. Do you? I don't know what you call it, dog call. Or what do you? Call? <laughs> I don't know, but at least you getting called. They they they're scared. They are scared. I mean, you literally can be somewhere and you know, dude want to say something, but yeah, that's the crazy stuff. And I'm looking like you can, <laughs> and I look stupid saying, "Hey, look at me." <laughs> Yell something. <laughs> Yell at me. What Yell at me, man. <laughs> Say something disrespectful. Say something, man. So, so Saturday, it just felt good to sit around with my homies, and we talked so much shit, and it was so great, and with no PC, with no none of that, I'm not going to repeat our conversations, but we had so much fun, and that's what I miss. That's, that's, that's what I miss. That I miss, but we all are so busy and living, which is good. We're doing shows all over the place, doing different things. We can't, we, we was like that a lot when I had my open mics. We all, we was super close. And it's, it's all of us mm. still. Just super close. But yeah, comedians, yeah, we get down like that. When we talk to each other, and I'm not talking about stage and jokes, um, we can get out on that too. Yeah, for sure. As far as a safe space. Yeah, but as safe space, yeah, that's us. That's yeah. why I was confused with that Louis C.K., like, and he called me talking about he masturbating. I'd be like, all right, man, rub one off. Talk to you later. And I'd hang up. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit on the phone and listen to him. I don't give a damn if he's Louis C.K. And I've worked with major celebrity comics. And I, and I don't tell all the stories. They've done crazy stuff. It ain't never been where I'd be like, oh, my God. And I was just. Yeah. If I'm in a, I've been in hotel rooms with other male comics. I'm a female comic. We're very, we're not, there's not a lot of us. There is, but there isn't. If you know what I mean. So, I'm on the road with dudes all the time. I don't share hotels with them. We all get separate hotel rooms, of course. That's how the bookers, the bookers always put us in separate hotels. But we all hang out in each other's um, hotel room. So, if you, if I'm sitting in there and you pull out your dick and decide you want to rub one off, I'd be like, all right, dude, deuces. I'll talk to you later. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> and I'm out the door. I'm, I don't care who you are. You could be Louis C.K. You could be Eddie Murphy. You could be Arsenio Hall. I'd be like, hey, man, do you. I'm out. Why Why would you sit there? Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm sitting here so offended. You're offended? <laughs> Hang up. That one that said she, he called and was on the phone. Hang up. But that's where we at. We got to record everything. Hang up the phone. We got we to gotta be, be offended. Okay, no, and I told you everything history repeats itself, and we'll go back to normal. I, I, because I'm with that too. because everything that too. is getting too extreme now. It's getting yeah. to the point where you're like, "Come on, son, are y'all really? Come on now, y'all doing?" And I got an article that I'm about to read this woke one, and I think I'm gonna get to that one. 
because it is exactly what we're talking about. Um, um, this is stupid. A New Yorker yelled at a nail salon staff for bringing the cor- coronavirus in the country. And they yell Asian racial slurs. Yeah, that's fun. That's a good time. Words. He's mad. You think? <laughs> <laughs> He's upset. These people are out of... Cr- okay. Um, I believe this is uh, this is a good thing. CDC has labeled racism a serious um, public health threat. Uh, I don't know. That's in the bucket for me. No, it's not. That's in the throw. They need. Bucket. They they needed to. Um. What is this? Oh, that's the Asian chick. That's this. Uh, that's that. Um, Tucker with his dumb stuff. Um. Oh, in Illinois. Um. No, L.A. Descent. Um. Dang, that stuff has got to me, John's popping up but in LA people who own um, Manhattan Beach or whatever they're getting their land returned back to them and now it's worth 72 million dollars it's a family that owns a a resort in in LA's Manhattan Beach they're getting it back to them Mm. after racist policies a century ago and now it's worth at least seventy-two million. So that's like reparations. This went back to nineteen twelve. You know, amidst all this woke stuff, because you know we're we're of Native American descent. Yeah, I know. We got a whole nother beast, and we don't hear <laughs> nothing about this that because no. we got land that we dad he probably told you about it. I know. We got but a that lot. Ain't gonna, that ain't gonna happen. No. Um, it's a long way before I don't know if we'll be still living We might be in our hundreds When they finally get all this stuff um, A White Lives Matter rally um, Was a big fail Nobody showed up Barely anybody showed up um, That's random mm. So they decided to have a White Lives Matter And I think They don't tell how many numbers But they said not a few people showed up um, Let's see here Now here's the article that I'm talking about this dude right here. I like this little cat. Black high school football player forcing a locker with banana peels. Cops investigate. So, a black high school football player in Moline, Illinois, is forced to sit in a locker room stuffed with banana peels when a fellow player threatened to break both of his knees if he refused. The incident was captured on video and published on social media platforms, and now the cops are involved. The 11-second video was reportedly shot on Thursday night, but in less than 24 hours, the footage had already made its way up to the Moline Police Department. And when the team returned from... Okay, okay. So, I'm going to give you an update on this. This is what the kid... Mm. This is what I like. So, it's the banana peels. That's supposed to be like some monkeys or something? Yeah, that's racist. The player target in the locker room incident has issued a statement through the Rock Island County State Attorney's Office saying, I want to make it known that I am fine. Everyone's worried about me and showing concern for me, and I really appreciate it. Second, can everyone please stop talking about this incident and video? I understand everyone wants justice for me, and they want what they think is right right to be done but I already made my feelings known to the police and my friends about how I feel about everything I love the football team I am on and they're good guys I know that personally I talk to the people involved 
individually and they apologize. We have a heartfelt talk about it and I told them how I felt. So please don't harass, bully, or threaten them at all. Lastly, I want to get my life back together mm. and my student athlete life back on track. So if you do ever see me or know who I am, treat me as a human first, not a victim. Oh man, see, see that's Drop the that's mic. some woke Drop news. The I, mic. I, I Drop the hear. mic. See this. Drop the mic. This is why I like. Drop the mic. This is why I like sports, especially football, because you can't. This is how you have to think to compete in sports. You know, your brothers, they might think something, do something, but. But they probably they go to war together, so it's but like, they probably joke and do that amongst right. their safe space. Right. That's and of exactly, course, everyone's that's exactly so woke. The minute they see it, we got to get justice. A dude, he said it perfect. Let, let me leave. Let me. Let, can I live? Right. I talked to them. He should have said. He should have put on Jay Z after that. Can I live? Can I live? But it reminds me of the the, the NFL thing where they had the, the, the it might have been college where they had the. The watermelon, they had them smash watermelons. The Cowboys had them smash watermelons. It's like, this with the, it's within their locker room, what they're doing. Why are y'all getting into what they do? And, and I motivated? get what you said about sports, but it's with anything as well. Anything that yeah. revolves with a team that you're really together. I mean, it could be a firefight, fire right. fighter house where they all come together and all that. But when they go out to do one certain thing, they come together. That's what they do. Yeah. And anything... When you think like a victim, it makes you less effective in your job. Right. That's, you know, he that's... Could, he could so drop... that he, was a perfect response. He could drop the bike. That was a perfect response. That's... I love that. But this won't get, you know, this won't be all over the news. No. He just like, can, can I live? We done. We done with this. Can we stop? That's... That's... Right. And he addressed him like, man, you know, yeah. that's... that's he was like, That's I'm done. I got this. Can can the world leave it be? Okay. So I thought you'd enjoy that one. That yeah, one made I my day. I, I put my bucket away for that. That one. made my day. All right. So um White Boy Summer is happening. Well, that's your boy. <laughs> it's going down, right? Chet Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks son. <laughs> Any a roster or something? I don't know what this fool is, but he started making the video for White Boy Summer. <laughs> oh, he started making a video. He started yes, shooting it. Yes, the video is on. He's, I'm here for it. See, you you here for White Boy Summer? They, man, they need a I, summer. Man, I, they've been I, taking I, hits <laughs> ever since they've been going at 45. Yeah, they've been, they've been giving hits. hits. They've been giving hits. They've they been, been taking them too. They've been taking them too. They've been giving hits. Um, he shot it on Venice Beach, which is one of my favorite. Um, no, oh, Venice, California. No, oh, Venice Beach. So you got some, you got some little. Uh, yeah. See it. <laughs> some white butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he's embracing it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this will be on nolajcomedy.com. He's the start of it, and it's him and a bunch. <laughs> Got the low rider chilling. Right, dude. Is that a bunch of white women that are twerking? Yeah, that's he got white is. women twerking. It's diversity. See, look. Oh, he got my bad. He got um, got a little black joint. He got Amber yeah. Diamond. Is that her name? Yeah. It's a white boy summer. It's, it's a white boy summer. I can't wait, Chat. That is Tom. It's going down. That is Tom Hanks' son. He believe that. Yeah, Tom. He's at the opposite. Well, I don't know. He's that. 
their version of today. I don't know. He's a sign of the times. In other woke news, white students at Daniel ninth grade campus in Texas held a nigger auction. Pretending to sell the black classmate. This I wonder is, if, this is straight out of Dave Chappelle. I wonder if um, Papa John's is still struggling. To get he's, that probably still <laughs> he's probably still taking classes. He's still because it was hard for him to get that out of his vocabulary. Yeah, and um, dictionary too. Yeah. White students at a Texas high school held a nigger auction for black students on social media. Word. What? First of all, why would? Okay, I'm gonna read the article because I'm gonna say, why would you let them do this to you? Okay, white students at Daniel Ninth Grade Campus held an auction over social media platform Snapchat pretending to sell black classmates. The group chat the white students were in called Slave Trade and then changed it to Nigger Farm. In their offensive racist game, the white students would bid on what they would pay for black classmates. I get it. I get it. I get One it. of the white students said they would buy a black student named Chris for a dollar but said it would be I can't keep reading this it'd be better if his hair wasn't so bad I can't I can't and Avin had I a can't. bid for a hundred dollars I can't well I can't. you know they teach slavery in school so this they're I just and reenacting it I can't I'm, I'm done <laughs> I'm done that's absolutely ridiculous okay Hill Harper just announced we gotta get through all this so I can get to the quarter Hill Harper announced that he's launching a Black Wall Street app so um that gets my bucket by the way that gets my bucket as part of the app i guess it's financial literacy i don't know the app got his name from the prosperous black business district in tulsa oklahoma um dropping bombs on me the gap it was known as the Greenwood District and nicknamed Black Wall Street. Whites burned down the community oh, yeah. in 1921. I watched that on. Oh, which, what date did you have? When they burned it down? Yeah. 1921. That's oh, what never I mind. Said. That's not it. I watch. Um, that, uh, never mind. On Showtime, I watch a show that's got Black Monday. Oh. But that was the 80s. Sorry. As part of the app's launch, Black Wall Street is planning a 30 city financial literacy tour that begins on April 30th in LA. The tour begin. It plans to stop in Tulsa on May 31st, the anniversary of when the original Black Wall Street was destroyed. So it's a fintech app, and is aimed at at investors of color. Um, and it goes live June 1, and will feature a digital wallet for peer-to-peer payment, uh, along with the ability to trade cryptocurrency. Okay, okay. So the founder hopes the app helps keep dollars in the black community and dollars change hands 60 to 100 times within a year before it's left the black community, quote unquote. Now, on average, the dollar leaves the black community within seven hours. Rapper Killer Mike has also launched a platform this year called the Greenwood app. That's the bank account that it, I got a waiting list on that. All right, let's keep it moving. We got to get through this because woke news. It was a lot of woke news. All right, I'm just yeah, gonna read the headlines on this. House committee prepares to vote on historical slavery reparation bills that could see 40 million black descendants receive trillions in government payments. Dropping the mic on that. Well, am I on that list? We all on that list. I hope so. That, I mean, there ain't no... That, that list, every black person's on. All right, let's get into some healthy living. Um, DoorDash plans to open an online convenience store called Dashmark. 
it's Milwaukee Day, so it's another Milwaukee article in Milwaukee. So now you can, it's, it's like a bodega. So now you can do DoorDash bodegas now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. DoorDash is doing it all. They all doing I'm torn, it. I'm torn on stuff like this because DoorDash is basically grabbing all the customers. Well, they the are. Small business is not able to, and they're paying the high uh, fees to DoorDash, so. I'm torn on stuff like that. All right, let's keep it moving. I don't even know what that was. Okay, um, Dr. Dre news. He's back in the news. Oh, okay. We had a week off. Uh, we had a week off. Uh, Dr. Dre says abuse claims are BS. Nicole just want my money. Mm. Dr. Dre is denying his estranged wife abuse claims, claiming she's making it all up as part of her strategy to get out of the prenup. He insists is still in place. Mm. Some more Dr. Dre news. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's three mistresses will have to spill the beans on their <laughs> relationship with the rapper and are ordered to pay 2500 each for resisting efforts by exchange wife to dispose them. So the wife is trying to get them to expose them. No, they said they're going to have to now. Mm. And they're ordered to pay twenty five hundred because they keep resisting. But it's funny now they call him a rapper in the UK. Huh? It's funny they call him a rapper in the UK. The UK are haters. No, they're not hating. It's just they haters. don't actually know what he does. They're haters. Do your research. Just do your research. What's London and Scotland? We know about them. We don't know nothing about them. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Let's just move on to Drake. You don't even know who the prince. Let's move on to Drake News. Drake News goes off on an IG comedian for trolling him. This is hilarious. I need you to watch the video. Watch the video, Swizzle. So, um, it was a prank played on Drake. Drake was not here for the Instagram comedian Trave Q trolling him. So, um, basically, the comedian did a prank on him. They were at a bar. He walked up to the bar and um, dude ordered 2,000 cases of Virginia black, 40 cases of bamboo, and three cases of tequila. Drake was not here for the jokes because <laughs> he said put him on Drake's tab and start singing his lyrics out loud. Drake gets uncomfortable and vocally expressing his distake with Trey Q saying, relax, bro. The fuck? He then starts um, pushing the Instagram comedian away from him and at one point uh, Drake even reaches out and swings at him swings at Trayvon's phone and take a look at and then this will be on my um, website it's hilarious it's hilarious and then Drake jumps in the comics and drags some laughing emojis um, so I didn't see them I don't see the comments but you saw the video that was funny Drake yeah. was looking at him like, yo. He was like, relax, bro. What the fuck? He said, give me 40 cases. Right, he said 40. <laughs> Drake was looking at him like, what? 40. And then I just saw Drake get out of his um, nice Mercedes truck and jump in his plane. And that means nothing to anyone else. Oh, that was me. groundbreaking. That was that story. We needed to hear. All right. So in entertainment news, Prince Estate is going to release a rare Welcome to America album five years after his death. I still have to watch what 60 Minutes did a piece on him. If everyone knows me that listens to the website and for you people that don't know, uh, Prince is my favorite artist of all time. Number one. 
Swizzle Seas that I have the limited edition magazine. Mm. Because his death is coming up, uh, I think it was April 21st, I believe. His death is coming up? I mean, his the anniversary of his death. I, that came out wrong. The anniversary of his death is coming up, I think, next week. I remember when it first happened, I was in Myrtle Beach. I've told that story already, so they're going to release that. 60 Minutes <clears throat> on Sunday did a whole thing on it. I got to still watch that. Mm. Um, Nipsey. I'll be on the lookout for that. Nipsey Nas reveals Nipsey Hussle wanted to do I Am documentary before his death. Nipsey Hussle had big plans for his life was sincerely taken. His marathon continues brand was growing and he was fighting L.A. Um, gentrification, working on a Dr. Sebi documentary and many more. Nas recently revealed that Hustle and Motivated Rapper was planning to do a documentary on Nas classic third album I Am nice mm. Nas celebrated I Am 22 years ago this was on April 6th the Illmatic rapper uh, rejoiced with fans on Instagram about that oh I miss Nipsey I miss I'm still him. waiting on that Sabi documentary I'm well, pretty sure it's pushed back because of well Nick has the, some problems uh, so Nick is gonna get it together and then Nick's gonna do it um, Nas is rich right now but we needed it before the uh, yeah Nas Gene. Nas is about to be rich, I think. About to be. Or he is rich now with Coin. Coinbase. Coinbase. He bought it in 2013. He raised the money. He's about to rich. He was the biggest investor in that joint. Yep. So he good. Nas is Nas has always been investing. I, I I was in some thread on Facebook and they were talking about you know on the low Nas came up bigger than Jay. He did, and he did it very low key. Yeah, he just basically but Nas, in stuff. If, if you look at it, and and if for you hip hop heads like me, because we started with Jay Z and Nas, you could tell they moved differently. Nas was always moving. I like the way Nas moved. Nas is more like I'm gonna do it undercover. You see me blow up, be like, okay, Jay Z's a little flashy. Come on, y'all, y'all know that. It's front page news, anything Jay-Z. You know that. Jay-Z, Jay-Z. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, hey, man, that's you. Nas was never like that. Nas comes from the same cloth kind of like DMX. Like, I'm just here for the music. But the smart thing about Nas, he was investing low-key and getting his shit together. He raised money in 2013 for that. And now look at it. He about he to be the, rich. What was it? The Bevel Blade? Was that one of his things? Yeah. He, he got some liquor. I forget what yep. liquor it was. And I think, is he going to do an NFT with Illmatic? Or am I just making stuff you, up? I might I have gonna, made that I ain't going to say you didn't make it up. <laughs> I think I made that up. Why do I feel like that was something up? But uh, somebody did come out with an NFT just recently. Jeezy. So, Jeezy. Jeezy. Yeah, Jeezy for the um, snowman. But I got that in the... Um, but he might article. have. I mean, it's one I mean, not. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe you saw it. No, but. I'm probably putting Snoop and him, putting them all together. But anywho, mm. so low-key Nas is. Like, low, the, the thing about Nas, Nas still move like Nas. You can tell Jay-Z. Jay-Z like that. Jay-Z like that. He got Beyonce. Come on, man. That all is calculated. He's, he's broke. I mean, you know. He's, you get, yeah. So anyways, Justin Timberlake did set up that wardrobe um, malfunction. With, but we um, knew it. I knew that. Yeah, but the thing that's pissing me off. Okay, I'm going to get through this. Uh, the stylist um, said that JT... Wanted uh, Justin Timberlake. I don't know why I'm calling him JT like I'm cool like that. <laughs> Justin Timberlake wanted that to happen. Originally, it was supposed to be he was gonna rip 
off of um janet's dress and then just show her butt or something her backside or something and then they he switched it at the last minute because he wanted to outdo britney from the year before where she kissed madonna Okay, okay, I get it. So I he was it. trying to outdo the Madonna Britney That kiss. definitely did it because we forgot all about that. And so, yeah, the stylist, wardrobe um, stylist, the stylist, period. I know they do more than wardrobe, but yeah, confirmed it. So now, with that being said, I'm going to tell y'all something for the culture. Y'all keep talking about y'all want Justin Timberlake in the verses. He better not get there before Janet Jackson. Y'all better not do Janet like that. Janet was set up. Period. Don't y'all do don't I don't have don't have Justin before Janet in the verses. Yeah. Well That's uh, how I feel right now because he literally Who would yeah, Justin go against? Yeah, just they trying to put him against Usher. That's what they're planning. Justin Timberlake versus mm. Usher. Okay. I think that's who they And then Janet will be against who? Yeah, that's a good one. Who could hold who could hold with Mary? Janet? Who would it? Tony Braxton, Mary. Tony, I don't know if she has the hits. Who's got twenty hits that can mess with Janet Mary Jackson? Mary does, but that's Mary. totally different vibes, right? That's two different vibes. Um, uh, that's Who's a early nineties though. I'm uh, Jody Watley. Okay, you Jody got Watley on that. got it. <laughs> <laughs> she from Shalimar, Jody Watley. Jody Watley was back play then. Play some instrumentals so I know who that is. Um, you know Jody Watley. When I, I play some, I'm gonna play it after this. Um, yeah, who could who could Janet gotta be in it? Janet gotta be in it before Justin. Well, period. she's gotta have somebody to go against. Yeah, but we got. I, I know there's somebody we missing. I feel like there's somebody that we just not. It's just not clicking yet. It's somebody. Yeah. It could have not Whitney Houston. Could have been Whitney Houston. Nah, Whitney got to go against Wh- like no, Whitney. Whitney is Mariah. Whitney yeah, and Mariah. Mariah. That's, that's, that's Mariah and Janet Jackson. Nah, it's got to be Whitney and Mariah. Paula Abdul and Janet Jackson. <laughs> she might as well not even do it. You might as well just go with JT and them. Um, Usher. That nah. Janet be like, uh, she used to dance for me. <laughs> Right. J-Lo and, <laughs> and Paula Abdul Bucket We'll make a rule Janet just have to go Another Janet Maybe Reby <laughs> Maybe Jermaine oh, Janet just had Janet to do gotta go Jermaine nah. <laughs> Jermaine hits, and though. Janet Don't disrespect her though That's what I said Janet and Jermaine <laughs> Maybe just Jesse. do a Jackson family special And it just She The Jacksons it. versus no, she New host, Edition she just, <laughs> New Edition No Janet Bobby Brown Janet, Janet. <laughs> Janet has to go against someone. We got to figure it out. We're yeah. missing somebody. Well, good luck with that. I don't know who. Tina Turner? <laughs> nah. Who are we missing in the 90s that Janet can 90s go against? Females? It's got to be Mary Jane. It's not different genres, to be honest. What are you talking about? Janet, at one point, when I lived in Pittsburgh, she had that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was my cut. Oh, that was my cut. It's got to be Janet versus Mary. I think that could... That, that has to be it. I mean, yeah. J- Janet had different genres. She just wasn't the dance and. Yeah. We spent too much time on this. Boom. All right. Um, that article about Diddy calling people out, um, then people calling him out. Um, and we talked about this already. So we ain't going to keep talking about that. Uh, let's. What else is here? Yeah, Jeezy. 
uh, Jeezy, the NFT, he snowman his, logo. His snowman logo. You want to own a piece of the snowman? Yeah. So everybody getting into it. Everybody getting into it. All right. So he that was smart. Um, Speaking next, of, let's see who what we got next. Usher. Oh, Usher, 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 baby, Usher, baby, in the club. That's what he used to call me back when I was young. In the club, Usher. Usher then messed around, went to the strip club, and one stripper claimed he was sh- that Usher threw out Usher money. Word. I didn't know Usher had money. I mean, it's NFT season, you know. So going out NFTs bill. If NFT you look bill. at the picture, there is a picture. Yeah, this, these memes is off the <laughs> of Usher with, Harriet Tubman with his head on the old money. Um, Usher denied it and said that didn't happen. He said he didn't pay the strippers with fake money. <laughs> Michael Jordan. But he said funny. he left behind some of his money for promo. So Usher does have money, apparently. Of course he got money, man. <sighs> I mean, with his, with him on it. Oh, oh yeah, he's got his own. That's what he said. He left it behind. So in Miami, E1 even is that how you call it i've never been to it e111 e11 that's it e11 is gonna be the first nightclub that accepts crypto oh it's going (laughs) down it's going down crypto is payment it's going down here we go here we go (laughs) well see to the novices they're like oh my god that's dope but to me i'm like that's smart for them because every dollar or a hundred or a thousand dollars they get now is basically ten dollars, ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars in five years. So good, good shit for them. It's good going down. All right, we're gonna um, vulture rate the um, the verses in order. I'm just gonna Google this super quick. Twenty six. They gave it to the Dream versus Sean Garrett. That was that- the last one. Like That's the, the last one. one, and this one was hilarious. Yeah, they that were going at each other. That was, was hilarious. That was only real beef. Sean Garrett was on one. That had me dying. This was right when it was just you couldn't. It was straight up invite you on Instagram Live and get down. Twenty five was jagged, jagged Edge versus One Twelve. I watched that one. I like that because I like both of those groups. Uh, twenty four French Montana versus Tory Lanez. I don't even get that matchup. Um, okay. I didn't understand that matchup, but I, I'm a fan of both of them. I didn't know they had twenty hits apiece. Um, this was pre Tory Lanez shooting Meg The Stallion. Allegedly. Um, I still don't understand that case. I, I'm a confused about a lot of things. Manny Fresh versus Scotch Storch. That was pretty funny. I like that one because Scott kept smoking mad weed. He was just rolling a blunt, the blunt, the blunt, the blunt, the blunt. I was like, dang. Um, boy Wonder and Hit Boy, that's a producer's joint. Yeah, that's that was producers. strictly producer. That was a good one. That's Neo versus, I didn't watch that. I'm, I got a love-hate relationship with Neo. I like when Neo writes songs, produce songs. He got a couple joints. I don't know what it is with me and Neo. I don't know what it is, but that was a good one, though. See, I got to watch that one, because John, John Tay Austin, what, did he, what was his biggest hit? Um, they all got big hits. What are you talking about? They didn't run no, for John Rihanna Tay. I'm and about John Beyonce. Tay. I know Neo. I'm talking about John Tay though. Um, I don't know. Okay, Sierra, like mine. Yeah, run it by 
Chris Brown. I can't help but wait. Fabulous versus Jadakiss okay. was one of my favorite ones. I love both of these dudes. These Word. dudes, uh, they, they remind me of. I have good memories they're with their too, music. They they're too new. That, and that's where we got Jada drunk out of that. Because Jada and J- Jada Kiss was a happy drunk. Lord have mercy. The baby face versus Taylor Riley part one and two. Because <laughs> 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 they should do a documentary. They're going to do a documentary on Versus. They got to. They the Teddy Riley one was hilarious. Y'all know that was hilarious. Yeah. Tylee, um, Teddy showed up with everything. Because the thing is, Teddy Riley got. Did he win? What did, did they or you know did they say? We don't won? know because they had to keep starting over. Because Teddy's catalog is is pretty crazy. The only reason that people would win, well, they're saying that Babyface won because he came hot with two Bobby Brown classics. Yeah. But then I don't know. It, I don't know. Teddy it was got hilarious. Michael Jackson. I mean, I, you know. Two J- Two Chains versus Rick Ross. That, that was, was wild. That, that was, was hilarious. One man had a stripper. Yeah, stripper. <laughs> um, and the crazy part with this one, these two was so damn high. It was just the lowest energy ever watching right. that. I was like, All can right. y'all pick it up? I'm not on y'all level. And then Two Chains. Two Chains has energy. So and Rick Ross is funny. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And then the next day, Two Chains said that he didn't want to be a meme, so he was being careful. Trying to be too cool. Yeah, he was super cool. Ludacris versus Nelly. That was a good one. That was funny when um, Nelly's internet was going out and Luder was giving them looks like, come on, man, get it together. Wow. But it was raining real hard in St. Louis that night for some odd reason, and and Nelly's internet kept coming out. And then it finally came together. T Bay versus Little John. Was dope. That's my high. That's my college. Like that's yeah. That's my early Vegas where man. And I still like T Pain. I still follow him on Twitch. So like, I see what he's doing now, and it's like man. The man. crazy part is T Pain can really sing. He didn't well, need yeah, auto tune. We already knew that. We already knew that. No, but. they didn't know it back then when he started auto tune. No, they didn't. I'm sprung. Had no auto tune. Oh, you get me. I know, but I people mean, didn't realize that he was I known. He was known for that auto tune. You know that. Yeah. That Fred Hammond versus Kirk Franklin was off the chain, dude. And it was during a time where, of course, I don't even want to talk about another one of us black people were killed as usual by the hands of the cops. So, it was the wake of George Floyd. It was George Floyd. I knew it was one of them, and it was just right on time. That was a good one. Kirk Franklin is hilarious. That's plies. I don't care what nobody say. Everybody say that. <laughs> Ashante versus Keisha Cole. That was a classic because Keisha Cole was an hour and a half late. Everybody was pissed off on that one. Yeah. Alisa Keys versus John Legend. That was a good one. That's when I watched with Pops. He was so mad. I think they're going to redo this again. I, I, thought think that, I thought they were going to play piano on all of them. Like, nah, not all of them. I'm going to tell you this piano. one, number 12, which is hot. Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. That was I'm pretty sure dope. that was fire. I didn't even see that. That one. was fire. That was fire. Um, 11, Snoop Dogg versus DMX. That was a good one. Especially when DM, DMX said, when we stand together, we look like the letter L. <laughs> <laughs> Cause DMX had a little belly. Oh, he man, I miss him. He had me dying during that one. Swiss Beast versus Timberland. That was the very first one, number ten. That one, Swiss Beast was in his car. <laughs> he was in his car. Timberland called him up. He's like, "Man, we gonna do this?" And Swiss was like, "Okay, man, let me. I'm not ready." And so they got. He did it in his car. That's what set it off. Huh? Uh, um, Gucci Man versus Jeezy. Okay, that one. 
had everyone nervous. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Number nine, I was tense. Everybody's like, and the comments was like, I, everyone was saying the same thing. Is security prepared? Is everything good? Because Gucci would not sit down. He stood the whole entire time. <laughs> and you guys know when people stand, it's uncomfortable. You just like, hey man, you gonna sit down? You gonna sit down? Um, number eight, Brandy versus the Monica. That was a good one because everyone <laughs> could figure out what uh, Monica was wearing on and her we, we were deba- I was debating with somebody, but Brandy had the biggest hits. Monica had the most hits. Right, but Monica can sing. Monica had. Yeah, she can Monica is sing. like the same thing we would say, like Nas versus Jay-Z, all that. Nas low-key, but still hits. Monica the same way, having hits, but Brandy was known she was the, the Disney and the Lime Life. But Monica was just grinding, getting them hits. She had plenty of hits. She was like the Mary of the, ne- of the younger Mary back yep, then. Yeah, she was. Number seven, E-40 versus Too Short. I had a good time with that the one. The Bay. Oh, my God. The Bay. And E-40 dances. Oh, my God. Number six, they put Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. That should have been up number two. That yeah, was dope. That was your number two. Man, that was dope. That was dope. D'Angelo and Friends. I didn't see that one. I still haven't watched that one. <laughs> I don't know who his friends are yet. Number four, Raycon versus um, Ghostface. That was dope. Word. That was so good. That was really good. That I love that one. RZA versus DJ Premier. Oh, man, that was classic. You, so this is another producer joint. Yeah, you saw my, um, saw my picture with DJ Premier because you know I met him. Kicked it with him. Uh, people think I name drop. I'm not. It's just my life. DJ Premier is dope. That was dope. RZA versus DJ. That was a dope one. That is a top. That's in the top five. I still would have put um, Erica, Boo ver- Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Did you have that number two? Um, I put um, Earth, Wind, and Fire in them. Number two. I would put them number three. Well, no, I put them four. Because DJ Premier and RZA was dope to me. And Raycon. The Wu-Tang, all that is dope to me. But Erica Badu was very dope because it was so classy, so chill. They had no, no, nothing went wrong with them. Everything went super flawless, smooth. It was flawless. And that was old school Instagram where you invite them in. And they they did it. They did it. And here's the highlights. Scene set in poetry. Um, Nikki Giovanni. Yeah. Before the battle. And then number one, Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. That was oh, one she, of the good ones. I was going to say, Jill Scott wrote the hook for The Roots. You got, you got me. Yep. She, she talked about that. Erica sang, so they collabed on that joint. Yep. Word. Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle was the shit. Patti, this was this was the best. And then when Dionne Warwick came out and they sung right. What Friends Are For, I love that I verse. watched that with Dad. He was like, is that Dion Ward? Yep, they came out. That was a good one. But it was so small on the screen because it was the Cause he, Instagram yeah, I know. on the and, internet. And, pops and I was like, I don't actually it. know. <laughs> so what versus Earth, Wind & Fire and um, Isaac Brothers, um, their sales have climbed 170, 167%. And Isley Brothers just dropped a record. Yep. Did you see the video? Yeah, they did it afterwards. And it, they did it afterwards after the verse. They didn't do all that afterwards. They had that. that no, video it was on was Triller. Shot. It was the on video Triller. Was shot already before. It was that on video. Triller. They did. They did the world premiere or whatever. Right, right, right. They already had it planned. But I'm watching that. It's not like the Dream wrote it. But Isley Brothers and Snoop Dogg, they are 
the the masters at reinventing themselves. They are because they done lasted forever. So many, and especially Izzy Brothers, like Twist and Shout and Shout. Yeah. All the way to like the R&B shit, all the way up to Mr. Big, and then they that, did all that. It's like man, they did it. It's dope. All right, let's finish this up so we get just a corner. We're going over two hours again as usual. So Diddy or uh, Diddy is dating Fifty Cent's uh, baby mama. Uh, 50 Cent don't give a damn He yeah, said okay. that him and Diddy only argue over business He's like if yeah. he liked the girl He liked the girl um, And who gives a fuck news Who really gives a fuck Little mama says JC and Alicia Keys Ignore apologies from a 2009 VME incident Ain't nobody checking for you well, little mama album coming Why are like, you she, in the news she got a verse April she got 9th <laughs> 2021 talking about some shit that happened in 2009 that Joe bony ass should have never hopped up on stage to begin with when Jay-Z and Alicia what where did you feel that you was kind of the most corny moment that was a very corny moment right and and you're upset that they're not accepting or or reaching out or whatever you looking for no she's got an album or she got something playing it ain't all right you guys we're gonna take a break we'll come back to Jizzle Corner uh, this is the no corner. reason. Oh, here we go. No reason episode Ooh, ninety. I am shit. Nola J. We still on ninety. Hi, Dios mio. And I'm Don Suave. Don't you move. He don't know. Don't what you say. stop <laughs> your groove. <laughs> see, see, because we're gonna come back so smooth. Oh my God. You won't know what to do. Dude, I seriously. Ooh, I'm gonna shit. give you. I'm gonna give you some Vaseline shot. No, nah, I don't want no Vaseline. I'm gonna give you a Vaseline shot. We'll be I'm right back. <laughs> And we are back. I am Nola J. It's episode 90. No Reason Podcast. Are you going to talk? Oh, yeah. And I'm Don Suave. Lord Jesus. We still on episode 90? You are on an action plan. You've been on one for a while now. It's been action packed since I've been on action. No, you've been on an action plan. And you're not even trying to improve. (laughs) <laughs> don't understand like improve what I've been if somebody if somebody pushed you on a damn action plan you would try to get off of to it to be desperate you are not trying to get off of it I've been improving you're ever since you're getting worse I've been on point ever since worse alright this is the Jizzle Corner uh, I always have to start with some um, comedy news Australian I can't even talk Australian comedian Louis Spears found out Prince Philip died in the middle of roasting Prince Philip on stage. <laughs> Wait, his son or himself? No, he was roasting. Prince Philip died. And and in the middle of roasting Prince Philip on stage, he found out dude died. So that's his bit where he mm. roasts Prince Philip and he was actually on stage doing his normal routine of roasting him or whatever he does. And then he oh, okay. found out he died. Okay. I get it. Let's he, move on. He was on stage. He I, was on I'm stage done because Don Suave is slow tonight. I no, can't. I'm, I was thinking. No, he was dude, there I'm good. I'm good. You slow. I can't with you. You, well, you slow. Know, the people. The people. No, gotta, the people are on point. You are slow. I don't know what I had to explain that. I gotta see that bit. I gotta see that. I had to. It doesn't matter. The bit. It's just the i the ironic the ir- part. Irony. Yeah. The irony part that he's ripping one dude, and I'm done. I literally this is like when you tell a joke you have to explain it it's stupid I, you just made me ugh okay and Woody Harrelson action comedy man for Toronto 
is set for a Martin Luther King 2022 debut. So Kevin Hart and Woody been um, filming in Toronto for a minute, and they're going to do that. So bring that up. All right, now let's get to this. We went really long, you guys, and I really did not want to go long, but we did. This is the last show that we're gonna go this long. But they enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some tightening up. I'm gonna get with my team, and we're gonna get this tightened up. Yeah, talk to them. Please. I am. I am. We got too many no reason stories, or maybe we'll just cut off the entertainment. I mean, don't nobody care about Diddy and them. Um, one thing I am excited about: 420. Woo woo! Red Man versus Method Man. Is that like the smoking holiday or something? Sure. All right. Let's get to uh, the Jizzle Corner. <laughs> um, I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell. This is really random. This is back in 2000, and I have no idea at this moment. 2000, can't remember. I, I was trying to remember what it was. So, um, my little brother, rest in heaven, lived in Las Vegas. And um, me and a comedian I'm really close to, we decided to go out and visit my bro, but it was an action-packed type of an event. Not an event, but a weekend, period. Mm-hmm. I think we was there for three, four days where we did a lot. So when we got there, um, we hung out. I was going to MGM back then. This was a while ago. This had to be like 2008, 2009, maybe. I can't remember. It was the early 2000s. And so when we got there, the first thing we got to do now, the comedian I kicked it with, he's one of my boys that I always hang out with. But he's never experienced, like, you know, some of that celebrity move life or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, let's go out here and do that. I wonder if we had a show or something out there. I can't remember. Might have did an open mic out there or something while we were there. So we pull up. First stop, my, my brother got us tickets to see D.L. Hughley. Front row. Okay. So we go see D.L. Hughley. I'm a fan of D.L. Hughley. Now, I'm not going to lie. Um, Kings of Comedy, before I was a comedian, I wasn't, I, I liked D.L. Hughley, but I wasn't like the huge fan of D.L. Hughley. I was just kind of like, ah, his energy is like, ah. Right, right, right. It is what it is, but he's funny. He was funny, but I was just like, his energy, like Kings of Comedy is like, his energy is not blah, blah, blah. So, when I became a comedian, I understood because I have some of his energy. Like, sometimes it's not that super energy. Sometimes you're just telling jokes, you're helping people think, they laughing. It's okay for that. And I learned as a comedian, it's okay to have silence. Like, I love, I get a rush where I get a whole bunch of laughs and then I just, I let them laugh and then get complete silence and then I start a joke again. Like, that is like a rush to me. Mm, I get it. And then, and then boom, they add it again. Like, I have no problem with silence. Like, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. No problem. And then go to the next. That's what I get down with. So, once I became a comic, I understood deal a lot. And I liked him even more. Then he became one of my favorite comedians. So that was, uh, uh, this was one of those weekends where you're just living your best life with some random things that had happened. So we watched D.L. Hughley. I don't remember if we met her or not that night. I can't remember. So we sat there, we watched him. It was a very good set. So then the next night, 
we went to Planet Hollywood for a birthday party. And guess whose birthday party it was? Dio Hughley? Paris Hilton. The legend? Paris Hilton. My bro, my bro did a lot of security in Vegas. So he was um, security for Michael Jackson. Um, I'll never forget that time he called me. He wasn't supposed to call me. He was doing security for Michael and he called me and he whispered. He's like, dude has a deep voice. And he hung up. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and, then, and then later on he told me the story. He's like, nah, Mike talk like us. Like us, he ain't right. got that high voice. That ain't Mike. And so, like, <laughs> but, he, but my little brother was so cute because my little brother was so excited, but he had to stay cool because he's security. Because he's a big guy, so he's security. So he had to, you know, he had to be cool and not act like he's fanning out that it's Michael Jackson. But secretly called me and were like, no, his voice is normal. <laughs> it was like bothering him. <laughs> so my brother always had to hook up on things. So I I don't know if he did security for Paris. I don't know. But I ended up at Paris Hill. Me and this other comedian, my bro, and my bro had his girlfriend with him at the time. So he was doing his thing. We are at Paris Hilton's birthday party. Once again, I'm in VIP VIP. So I'm not in the VIP. I'm in the Paris Hilton VIP. Right, right, right. So now the comic I'm with is looking at me like, who the hell are you and how do you know this thing? And I'm like, why are we at? And this is when Simple Life might have been. A, I can't remember. My memory is not that good. Um, I don't re remember what year it was. And I don't know if Simple Life was out then or not. But she's very popular. I'll tell you, I'll remember the year once I tell you another character that showed up. Because okay. then that, that'll help me remember. That'll help you can tell me then because you'll probably know the answer to it. So anyways, we're in VIP, VIP. So we're in Paris Hilton's section. This is when Paris Hilton was super, super famous. Right, right. I'm sitting in VIP with her big birthday cake looking at it. Like I am literally looking at, um, I was about to call her Britney Spears, Paris Hilton's birthday cake. So I'm like, whoa. So then Paris had Ludacris perform. Okay. And if I can remember the song he performed, then I'll know what year it was. So we leave VIP, VIP after we watch her blow out her cake, cut it, all that. So we go and we walk and I'm behind the stage in Planet Hollywood. They put a big stage out there. I'm behind the stage and I'm standing next to Paris while she's about to walk up on stage, because Luter is singing. I don't know what he was singing. I don't remember which one. It, I don't remember which song mm. it was. Um, anyways, I'll figure it out. So as she's walking up, she's smoking a cigarette. I didn't know Paris smoked squares. <laughs> <laughs> so she's smoking a cigarette. I'm looking like... And she looked at me. I'm like, hey, girl, do your thing. Like, I'm trying to play cool. But in the same respect, it's like, how in the hell am I hanging out with Paris Hilton? Ludacris is on the damn stage. I'm looking dead at Ludacris. I'm like this. I'm like kicking with these people. So she gets on stage. Luder called her up to say happy birthday, whatever. This is her birthday party. She wasn't Luder. Luder? Luder. <laughs> you call him Luder? I know. Luda. 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 So I put Luder and Paris together. Leave me alone. So then um, that happened. So randomly, I'm standing and I turn to my left and there's Jamie Foxx. I'm like, whoa. This, mm. Jamie Foxx, what? 
So I'm looking like, damn, this is Jay. I'm trying to be cool, but at the same time, I'm like fanning out. Like, I'm like, this is too much for me. Like, I just want to go somewhere and run like this. Too much. Nope, I'm getting all into it. So then Jamie Foxx, Paris comes next to Jamie Foxx then. Somehow she comes off the stage next to Jamie, and Jamie's covering it up because Paris was doing something that he didn't want the crowd to see. Mm-hmm. But he's got a mic and a spotlight on him. And I'm standing next to him like, well, how am I at this party is what I'm trying to understand. And then Jamie Kennedy, which I don't think you guys know he who he is, but he's a comedian and he's yeah. been in a lot of um, uh, movies. Kind of remind you of Chet Hank, <laughs> White Boy Summer. You would do a White Boy Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so funny. I end up down the line, end up working with him and told him the story. He was there. So I ended up, and I want to make this short and sweet because we went too long. So at the bottom, at the at the end of the day, I ended up kicking it at Paris Hilton's birthday. Word. And how I many candles were on that cake? Remember? I, I'm trying to remember if I can remember what song Ludacris was performing. I can tell you the year. You only did one song. No, he was performing, but it, it Money Shaker. Take your money, man. But yeah, when did Money Shaker come out? Whenever you Money Shaker day, came out, you come get it, take it back yeah, to the hey, 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 that was it. That was Pharrell, it. Pharrell, that's that was uh, it. So you guys, that is a Jizzle Corner. Um, we gonna, I'm gonna talk to my team. We gonna do some things to shorten these episodes. I don't want to go this long. This is just me personally you know, going long. I'm glad you guys listen. I appreciate everyone supporting the No Reason Podcast. I supported all my fans. We in 90 episodes. We going strong. But um, me personally, I got to cut it a little bit short. So that is the Jizzle Corner. I probably could have told more, but I just want to. I just don't want to go too much longer. But I do appreciate everyone listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. We will. Yep. And everything we talk about. Ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety one was a good year. Um, um, <laughs> and everything I'm talking about is on nolajcomedy.com. I don't know. That's all I got. And um, I'm Nola J. Hey, Chocolate if, brown. Can you let me finish? My bad. Swizzle, you guys, he's on an action plan. I don't know if he's going to be back next week. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. It might be a new dude. Um, <laughs> I'm Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm Young Suave, a.k.a. I am Don Suave. Why are you trying to get all sexy? Ew. That's sexy? I don't know. Ew. What are you talking about? I just talking to my regular my wine voice and uh yeah y'all might want to come back next week because if y'all thought this shit was fire next week is gonna be we're gonna burn down the house I'm gonna take Swizzle's <laughs> temperature <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do um something is not right with him um we're back in urgent care again you guys it's and, a weekly it'll, thing it'll we break do. the third diameter. the what <laughs> what that's what you use to take the temperature. Okay, I'm done. He keeps using Don and everything, you guys. You guys have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. NolaJComedy.com. I'm Nola J. Peace out. Deuces. Peace. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.